With, with normal shoes, I couldn't have done that. But with, with the sandals, when I just moved forward, I landed on the sandal with the foot of the chair and I was stuck. Can you imagine if you'd gotten your toes? I would have known. Oh, I would have known instantly if I would have gotten my toes. <laughs> started rolling a little late but we got the the essence of what that the was getting caught yeah on your own chair yeah episode 54 the episode i almost took my own toe off with a chair <laughs> it's like if you ever like hang your belt loop up on accident on like a piece of furniture behind yeah. you yeah. and like pants yourself oh, yeah. or yeah, yeah. wedgie like, yeah. sometimes uh, like cabinet handles like if you have like a loop like if it no, catches the I've loop of your jeans yeah and yep. rip it yeah yep. just oh, rip yeah. it <laughs> Yeah, I ripped it. It ripped my it ripped my pants right open on the side. <laughs> like the belt loop rips open. Rip, rip my pants right off. Okay, it wasn't a fart. It wasn't a fart ribbon. <laughs> oh no! Well, you're farting out of nervousness from getting stuck on it. So like, and then you're like, and then you're in a public space, and it's just wow. Bad. Oh, no. Did you guys see that video of that girl that's like trying to show off her new boots? She's in the bathroom. And she goes, she goes, look guys, new boots. And she lifts her foot up, but it gets caught in the cabin, in the, in the handle of the kitchen or of the bathroom, oh, no. um, like cabinet. Mm -hmm. And then she like tries to overcorrect herself, but the door swings with her. <laughs> <laughs> and she like tries to hold the door and then her foot lets go. And like her weight, like oh, the man. weight of her just makes her fall. It's oh, so funny. Man. Was it, was she filming herself or someone was filming? Yeah, her? no, she was filming herself. Yeah. yeah. It's great. So funny. There was a, a, a video where someone's doing like high kicks or something and then they get their shoes stuck in the ceiling. <laughs> and they're actually... <laughs> it's actually stuck in the ceiling. Yeah, it's like the heel of their, their heel is like stuck up and they yeah. have to have someone else. Yeah. I love yeah. the fail videos where people are trying to do stuff. And usually it's like doing stupid stuff, but when it's actually just supposed to be real life and they screw up, it's oh, yeah. amazing. No, fail videos are... It's a guilty pleasure for sure. I yeah. remember uh, there was a sermon probably four years ago or something like that where there was a you know there was a fail video of some kid with a basketball or something like that in the sermon mm -hmm. i just remember some like old woman coming up to me after the service she goes do you know where i could find more videos like the basketball <laughs> kid <laughs> it's like welcome to yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yes ma'am i yes, do yes yes <laughs> send me a private email <laughs> here's the here it's called youtube the yeah, internet yeah. you just yeah. want to type in fail fail yeah. army fail yeah. army yeah. my dad and i would watch those like mm -hmm. just the 10 minute compilations they're oh, great yeah. yeah or I, I would do that with him on zoom when we couldn't meet up in person so we'd midweek watch these fail videos for an hour on it's YouTube. beautiful i mean it's yeah. just so it's such a, a human thing i think to want to see other people's misery you know yeah. and well, and those situations where um if you were the person you'd be upset but yeah. it's funny yeah. later like there was a guy on one that uh was standing on an iceberg uh, edge of a icy river and mm. threw a, a big chunk of ice down by his feet and almost and knocked the whole section he was in almost in the river and he jumped off in time but i get stupid stuff yeah. usually yeah. i really got into watching people's fail videos where they're doing like base spins you know around their body like if you're if you're un uninitiated in uh the world of people doing tricks with their instruments like imagine mm. like someone oh, doing a, okay. yeah someone doing like a a, a drumstick Throw, flip throwing it around exactly they they have strap locks on theoretically so I that they 
they can throw the bass around their body, right? Or, the, mm-hmm. you know, a guitar around their body. But mm-hmm. half these people, you know, when they're throwing it around, it just leaves their body into orbit somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in some yeah. direction. Yeah, or smashes someone else in the face or something like yeah. that. But I love those mm-hmm. moments in specific because people are on stage and they kind of have to like, you know, like, like go prance off go to get the it. thing that they just throw somewhere yeah. or something like and it's, that. And it's usually, yeah. a, it's, it seems like it's a bar show, The one, a few that I've seen, or yeah. some of the bigger ones, but the guy's oh, yeah. like taking his bass, he throws it around, it swings around, it hits the singer in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, just, and he pauses yeah. and stops playing. So the song has already lost quality because yeah. now you're yeah. not, you're stopped just yeah. to be like, boom. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, boom, yeah. boom. And, hit, and the guy like jumps back. Yeah. No, I've only seen videos of people failing at this that were like low shows, you know, like yeah. there's like someone, yeah. In parks. Uh, yeah. 50 <laughs> people at an audience. Yeah. yeah. No, there's, there's definitely one that's like at a park and outdoor thing and you hear yeah. uh, the guitar going off into the distance. There's like a little break right in the song when he does it, you know, cause it's like, it's like a punctuation mark. Yeah. Know? So it's like an exclamation yeah. on something that happens before a break, you know, and there's like a guy going, you is my name, you know, and the, the guitar goes flying off and it goes, yeah you hear it's like got a wireless rig on it just you hear i know like blink uh well not blink 22 they did it too but mxpx used to do that and they'd throw the bass and guitar across stage and catch them and both like trade off on some songs which is yeah cool and story of the year did it at uh warp tour in 2004 when i saw them and they they did um the cool they did like crowd surfing they um they jumped one guy back flipped off the bass amp they threw the guitars 30 feet in the air across the stage and caught him and kept going and everything in one show they had to practice with a lot of cheap ones probably first or just get hurt a lot you know that was the thing like you watch Pete Townsend you know back from the Who doing Mm -hmm. some of that stuff the guitar player from the Who he he was doing a lot of that kind of stuff the windmill he was doing windmills and stuff but he'd just be tearing his hands open you know like Mm -hmm. just like blood everywhere on the strings yeah exactly so like you know I think the uh yeah, it's not a safe sport. No. <laughs> but that's why it's rock and roll. That's right. It wouldn't the be doing one, it if it was safe. The one, uh, we did four or five shows in a row in the Midwest, and I have one picture that's the most rock and roll picture I ever have of my bass just splattered in blood. Because it was, <laughs> I had a spot on my finger that was like a spot that I kept re-injuring when playing yep. these songs and going all out. And so each night the blood just kept splattering down. So it's like, yeah. it shows all this reddish dried stuff around like the pickups. And yeah. that's my, it was my go-to like yeah. rock and roll oh, man. <laughs> picture. Yeah. Yeah. There was a guy, I was playing a church gig back when I was like in high school or something like that. And this mm-hmm. guy somehow had like, you know, he's just playing really hard to keep up with the choir acoustic piano. Yeah. And at the end of it, there was just blood all over the keyboard and stuff. Yeah. Cause he's like the tips of his fingers had started like, yeah. he got like a cut or something. And, and it just, so it's just like yeah. the, the blood of Christ. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> Join yeah. us on the piano. Wow. It was extra rock and roll for a church gig to be bleeding on a piano. That but, is. Yeah. And clean up. And yeah. then so you can't really get, get all your that Clorox well. wipes out. And how are you going to get down to the crevasses? Yeah, it's true. Crevasses. Crevasses. Crevasses sounds yeah. cool. Crevasses. The, the, yeah. Uh, on the uh, fail videos of musicians, there's one that seems like a setup where the guitar was already broken, but it's so funny. The guy's setting up this small guitar and an acoustic at his house, and he's going to play it. And the first, he goes to play the strings, and it breaks in half. It's like, <laughs> and it's like, and it's just because it's a setup, he's like forming the chords, and, and it just falls, and it's so good. So, my friend who's uh, our old drummer sent that to me on like it's the Stardo compilation, it's brilliant. I can yeah. resonate with that stuff. I mean, it happens to young kids too there's like you know not maybe that drastic well maybe that drastic there's like a you know some open mic video where the kids are playing and they they, they like get through four bars uh playing like a weezer tune or something like mm-hmm. that you know and sounds very out of tune and out of time and then the piano just collapses under the kid yeah. you know just, he's like sitting yeah. under it yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's so awkward
awkward as a kid too because you have to, you have, you know it's probably awkward as an adult when your guitar goes flying off your body but imagine mm-hmm. being like in high school on stage for like the first couple times in your life trying to figure out what you're supposed to do in that moment so yeah but i think why i like that stuff i think is it makes me feel better about all the stuff i do on stage now i'm like well at least i'm not you know Deal. my piano's collapsing under me or something yeah. yeah well the worst so they have those lock-in tuners and for those yeah. people that out there that don't know what a lock-in tuner is it's supposed to keep your instrument from falling off of the guitar strap and breaking right so it locks it in so um naf had had his less strap Paul, locks strap locks yeah, yeah to go on the strap yeah so yeah, yeah. And, and then you put a new fill fitting on the guitar to lock it in there. Yeah, yeah. So he had that on his Les Paul, his Gibson Les Paul, when we were playing at Numos once. And um, it, we were playing, well, it was actually with Barcelona, which is the guy from Simmel now. Oh, yeah. Uh, but his old band, who were, they were pretty cool. But it was one show, and I'd never heard of him in my life. And apparently our friend Jake was there at the show. Jake loves Simmel. Yeah, and that's his friend, too. Yeah. So I was like, I met Jake, kind of, years and years ago. Oh, but um, Naf like went, it was like at the show in the middle of a song and he was moving and the guitar just, the the screw ripped out of the guitar and it oh. fell and cracked the neck. Yeah, that's the and worst. And just like, and you're like, I had, that's why I bought strap locks. Yeah. So this wouldn't happen. And, yeah. and then you got to send it to Gibson yeah. in um, Memphis. Memphis, thank you. I've been to that <laughs> showroom too. It's off of Beale Doesn't Street like there. It. No, I okay. I went, <laughs> I went there a couple of years. So we, well, the ironic thing was, we went on a tour out there, and we were there. And then Naf was sending, still had to ship his guitar out to get fixed yeah. there. So I went and saw the factory, which was really cool in the showroom there. It's right off the top of the street, and it's called Beale Street. I've been there. They had catfish. It was good. Been there once, but when they when they had that song, um, walking in Memphis, walking with my feet ten feet <laughs> off a beal, of ten feet off a beal, yeah, yeah. and I was like, is he ten feet? Is he in the air ten feet? Because he feels so good, or is he ten feet off? Yeah. Is he right, walking right. down the street sidewalk? Because you, you can walk. It's it's a twenty foot because it's a fire lane, you know. So ten feet off a beal. So if he's walking <laughs> off a beal, he's just on the freaking sidewalk. But yeah. it's a cooler way to say it. It's way because I thought he was like so high from I was like Memphis. I is, think that's what he's actually saying. He was saying he felt just, so high he was ten feet off of the yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and I was like, it is a cool area. There were bands playing in the street. Yeah, yeah. Catfish is underrated, mm. overrated, mm. overrated. <laughs> it doesn't have. It's like no flavor. It's just the fry. But it was mm. good. There's a lot of like oils. It's an oily fish. There's yeah. a there's a shell station on Beacon Hill uh, that's right by the Red Apple up there, the gas station, mm. uh, and they have like the best fried food on all of Beacon Hill. I'm convinced because really? uh, <laughs> there's always like a freaking line to get oh, fried really? food at the shell. Yeah, that yeah. is weird. Yeah, 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 it's it's happening, and they're open late, you know, to like two. But mm-hmm. you know, they've got quite a substantial fried food section too. And it's not like your average gas station fried food, yeah. you know. Sure, but they yeah. have catfish at this gas station. Uh, You've tried it. I've tried it. It's good. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, some of the better catfish I've had in that area of Seattle. You know, Is it yeah. is it the season? Because that's I was wondering if it's the seasoning or if it's the fish. Because the fish didn't have a lot of flavor when I had it, mm-hmm. but the seasoning was good. Sure. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I've only eaten catfish a few times. But what I will say is the texture of that fish is definitely more, uh, like, rich than some of the other fish. Like, you know, compared mm-hmm. to, like... Maybe like salmon or something like that. It's just yeah. like an oily, oily. Well, they eat fish. they yeah. and based on like where they dwell, they eat more of the things towards the bottom of the rivers and right. stuff. So you get a little probably more variety of what the stuff is. Um, mm. But I remember it being <laughs> I remember it being uh, something that trash fish. Yeah, is what you're growing, saying you get a little more variety. Trying to yeah, say, yeah. say it nicely. Yeah, yeah. Um, they my, eat garbage. My dad was like, "Hey, you shouldn't eat." catfish because it's a dirtier fish and i was like why is it dirty and he's like well it's eating all the crowd all the other things that end up at the bottom and uh, but we ended up eating it on a trip and i uh on a canoe trip and i thought it was fine 
So it's it's an interesting point that I don't know enough about how the science of this actually works. But like, you know, the idea of like whatever, like heavy metals, for example, you know, mm -hmm. that all these animals are oh. like ingesting and eating, like whatever is down in the food chain, like maybe ends up eating more of those things and accumulating those particulates. But mm -hmm. I think the other argument is that something like that is maybe, you know, uh, their job is filtering these things out in some way, you know? And yeah, so like, I don't, I think so. I don't, I don't think it's know. I don't think it's trash. Fish. I don't know. But you know, but it's like the same thing as like oysters and like, you know, uh, just like lobsters. Yeah. Shrimp. Yeah. Anything like, mm -hmm. you know, they eat like cat food, you know, for like bait, you know? And mm -hmm. I was like, I don't yeah. want to eat something that eats cat food, but like, yeah. I'll just eat not, the cat food. Right. It's not, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would I eat something that eats yeah, cat food? I don't food? need a middleman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, eat the, I'll eat the actual thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but you know like i i don't know yeah. if they're if they're filtering these things out or if they're just laden in all the stuff that you don't want to eat yeah you know? well i but, i think it's probably fine and it was one of those things like they're like if you're gonna eat fish eat the salmon or eat this i was like i get like halibut tastes right, great right but also halibut's kind of a bottom feeder at times too so well, you never know where fish it's go true. and it's tricky i mean like things like tuna that's not a bottom feeder right like has high mm -hmm. mercury levels you know so and you why be, is that i don't know I don't know. Is it their scales? Because they're kind of silver. <laughs> they got metal in their scales. And it somehow yeah, gets into, as you mercury, cut with the yeah. knife, it gets into the meat. <laughs> <laughs> it just, the scales are kind of infiltrated. I'm going to say the... definitively that I don't think that that's why. Okay. Yeah. We but don't know for sure. But no, we'll yeah, no one knows for sure. We'll leave, it, we'll leave it on the table. There's a chance the mercury. Yeah. And so they're saying, myth people busted. are like, it's, it's health. Myth busted. <laughs> It's healthy. It's healthy. They're like, it's healthy to eat fish, but don't eat too much because you'll get too many heavy metals. You're like, oh, okay, well, how much is too much? Well, we can't say. And then you're like, oh. so it makes you worry about what you're eating, I guess. I mean, you should be aware of it, you know, for sure. I think, mm -hmm. uh, I forget why. And I think for women, it's supposed to be more of a thing, or maybe it was just pregnant women to not eat a bunch of Because of the metals? Because of the, the mercury in tuna. I've heard oh, yeah. that you should be aware of like that kind of stuff when you're like pregnant to be, you know, like yeah. not, not eating more tuna. Like, I don't know. You eating, probably have to eat a lot of tuna. Not eating more tuna. Not eating more tuna. Stop <laughs> eating tuna. Yeah, no more. All together. Yeah. In the can. Got food, okay. In the but, can, yeah. it's probably not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, canned tuna kind of smells like cat food to me. It, yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And I remember a coworker back in the day came in to check something out on a lunch break and opened a can of tuna. And I was like, no, they microwaved <sighs> salmon. Oh. No, I did that. Oh, that was you? <laughs> Why would One you do time. that? Well, no, oh. I was, okay, I didn't microwave it. I, I heated salmon up in the, in the kitchen and made, like, I was doing the salad group and had, Insulata. like, salmon there. Yeah. And the salmon oh. was sitting out there. But, yeah, there's microwave, too. But someone came into our office and opened a can of salmon. Or, no, a can of tuna. And canned tuna is the worst smell to me in the world. It grosses yeah. me out. And I was just like... And then it just lingered. There's no windows. Yeah. And I'm like, why did you just bring this in here? There's some foods that you definitely have to be careful, I think, where you open. You know, you can't yeah. just go, like, expecting the world to adjust to your can of tuna that you open. You know, like, it, yeah. it will stay there. Uh, yeah. I remember yeah. someone was kind of being nice, but being uh, letting me know that the salmon smell was in their office because they're like oh i can smell it over here right and yeah. i and i just set it out on a table with everyone to come through and, and it tastes great but every office in that area smelled like salmon yeah yeah yeah. so and that was me one time for i've sure. definitely hung out with some people who cook with like squid oil okay. uh, yeah and that's Ooh, squid pasta Squid oil pasta is oh, so good. Is it really? What do you mean yeah, squid it's oil? Like black the um the like black pasta. Uh, like the oil? ink? Yeah, the ink. It's is they it made like ink? They, yeah, they, you can cook it in the wow. sauce. Pasta. The sauce is ink. <laughs> yeah. And Did the not pasta know that's is dying. What does it taste like? Good. 
I good. don't know. Yeah, no taste. Just no good. Taste. Yeah. Just good. Yeah. I will say this. Pad CU, which is my favorite Thai dish, is supposed to be made with oyster sauce. And I don't really eat seafood, but I'm never going to stop eating oyster sauce because that stuff is delicious. It's one of those things I think if there's too much of it, I, I can't hang. You know, it's not my favorite thing. Yeah, and they I, do it right. It's okay. Yeah, it's like it's an umami flavor, you know, where it's like it's adding this specific kind of, you know, dimensionality to the flavor. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. but, yeah. but it can teeter to be too good. sweet. Yeah. And that's what I don't like. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I don't like sweet um, food or yeah. sweet dishes because you eat dessert, but you just don't want your entree to feel like you're eating dessert. Yeah. Mm. So you're not a pineapple I'm pizza I'm like a person. savory mm. entree person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or spice. Mm. Savory or spice. Right. Yeah. 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 That is the one thing. Any of those like saucy dishes. Same with like, you know, a lot of like Chinese, you know, Americanized Chinese food is like very sweet. Most like, you know, yeah. some or like teriyaki too. It's hard to like avoid. Oh, I love it. But it's like it too. a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. I mean, but I was having like chicken katsu the other night or something like yeah. that. And the sauce is just like sugar ketchup, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, which is good. Ketchup. 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 Here's the thing. They did have catsup. Do you guys yeah. remember catsup too? Yeah. <laughs> Which is like ketchup, but it's like no sugar with added. Oh, really? Yeah. Catsup with a K. I always K. thought it was like the... K-A-T-S-U-P. Catsup. Yeah, Sup. catsup. And Sup, it's distinct cat. from ketchup. It is. It was. I, it was. I don't think it's around much anymore. Sure. I think it still is. I think it's the bargain ketchup. Oh, it's cheaper. I think that's what it Flipped is. Flipped out some letters. Watch your sandals. <laughs> I know. I moved my chair and I got my cord stuck in the foot now. <laughs> I can't even I can't even move without ruining it. <laughs> Just sit still. Yeah, I thought it was the bargain ketchup because the ingredients aren't as good. Oh. Like cat catsup is grittier than ketchup. And it's is, not made by Heinz either. What are the ingredients in ketchup that is good? You know, like it's uh, just, sure. You know, I, yeah. I know what you mean, but like, like I, I'm like, what can be so expensive about making ketchup in the first place? Is it just like sweet tomato paste? You're getting organic, maybe. Organic tomatoes. Oh, I don't know. Well, so Maybe, Heinz, yeah. Heinz is one of the main companies, the main known. And to be fair, companies. Heinz is pretty good ketchup. Yeah. Good ketchup. And I don't know because I don't like any ketchup. Well, like you get a bottle of Heinz, you mm -hmm. know, and it's it's distinct, I think, from like, you know, regular ketchup. And and most people probably know this, but to get, get it out of there, instead of swinging the bottle around, you just hit the H and it pops out. It's like a little spot to hit and it wow. comes out. Oh, I didn't know it was the H. I always yeah. hit the I always hit the back. The, the H goes quicker. Wow. And okay. it's like a thing, I guess. Right. So mm -hmm. I went, I, and my friend lives in Pittsburgh now, and I saw it in the distance, and the Heinz factory is there. Wow. It's like Heinz Field for the Steelers there. Oh, too. wow. Sure. So it's everyone's into ketchup town. there. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's a huge ketchup town. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's from there. They've been playing ketchup since the mid 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um. Yeah. And there, there is a giant. Um, Mr. Rogers statue. He's sitting there like oh. the thinker on the river. It's wow. very cool. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he was a good guy. I guess, uh, there's one. Guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a real good, he was guy. A good guy. Yeah. One of the stories his wife said is he used to like to fart in public and like hide it and not let other people know about it, which is so funny to me. That's yeah. funny. That's, That's a... like, cause she, she's like, he had a dark side. I was like, Oh, what's this going to be? He liked to fart in public and pass it off. Like someone else did it. I was like, That's incredible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Mr. Rogers, they should put a little coming out the back of the statue. <laughs> Jokester. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> or it just always smells when you get around the statue. You know, but he blames it on someone well, else. What they don't say about on the set of the show is no one was sitting around him very often. It's if true. you think about that. Those poor kids, you know, they're having to. <laughs> they're like, hey, let's smell. Like, 
Timmy, yeah. stay there for the rest, don't of, the fart the rest yeah. of the scene. Timmy. That was a great. I remember growing up with that show, and he was always like, "Hey, yeah. won't you be my neighbor?" It's so good. Yeah. yeah. You guys he, watched the documentary piece? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Not cried yet. in the theater. It's like Tom Hanks, right? Oh, that one. Oh. No, I didn't see that one. That's the oh. movie. So yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a documentary, and then there's right. the biopic with That's Tom Hanks. I didn't see the biopic, yeah, but yeah. I want to see it. Yeah, I saw yeah, the documentary. Documentary. Did they have the farting thing in the biopic? Yeah. Probably not. In the montage. Yeah. yeah. How'd you find out about this part? Where do you have to go to figure this it information was, out? It was when that movie, that biopic yeah. was coming out. His like widow had said like there was an interview with her saying sure. there was a dark side to <laughs> Mister Rogers. To uh, what was his first name? Um, I forget. Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. That's how that drink came about. <laughs> yeah. The Roy Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In his honor. Yeah. 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 Um, but the documentary uh, didn't the documentary talk about how he was like really um inclusive and he added his like mailman in the show was was a gay man was, who was treated poorly right yeah and so he like it, he's like hey we can put our feet in this pool together yeah. and so it was like a really yeah, cool yeah. like hey we're all yes. we're all on the same page right. and it must have been about that about the same time too as like the aids epidemic mm-hmm. as well and probably mm-hmm. around a lot of time that there was fear of like people having these irrational fears about you know they didn't know a lot about how aids was spread and contracted and like people were not swimming in the same pool really as, yeah that was a thing i think yeah. there was yeah there was a time where it was like no well, gay he, people were not allowed to be in like public swimming pools even in hospitals they weren't attended to because no one wanted to um so him doing that at that time was like hey we can be in the same pool together totally that's awesome uh his name was his first name was fred 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 rogers Rogers. we knew it we all knew it yeah i knew it's in there i'm sorry that information Um, but i i think the pool thing was a different thing i think because he was black that's right not because he was gay i think you're correct about that i think he was all they were trying maybe he was gay I thought it was, I thought either way they were trying to like, he was inclusive, inclusivity yeah. towards like yeah. everyone. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we can all yeah. hang Aside out Aside from the specifics, yeah, yeah, Mr. Rogers was, was doing <laughs> Except something. Except for the details. Except for the details. He was trying to be inclusive. <laughs> we can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which, yeah, yeah. which he did a lot for kids. I felt like I was a better person after watching him versus yeah, yeah. not. Um, and we didn't have a TV, so I don't know how we watched it. You saw four Mr. Rogers uh, across the screen. <laughs> oh, no, that was before we even owned a TV. <laughs> I, I saw it at the babysitters or other people's houses. And stuff. It, it, it was definitely but... because of he was black. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he wasn't gay at all, yeah. and it doesn't matter well, if he know. was. Well, then but you can throw my swimming pool theory example. out. Yeah. <laughs> that specific example was because of racial inequality yeah. that okay. was happening. Cool. Yeah. I know a lot of things were happening at that time that probably there weren't a lot of people like giving light to and he did a, a element to that which was cool yeah, yeah. so yeah. so yeah. r.i.p yeah. mr rogers indeed you're I liked, still loved i liked watching the train go Fred. go through and Trolley. Then followed it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. into the um the other place mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like and i was like i have the same kind of train at home but you know it just kind of <laughs> makes you feel connected to him like i got that same that yeah. same setup it was a very yeah. wholesome little thing you know yeah uh, yeah it, it felt like i mean all that stuff was like kind of miniature too right like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and puppets. puppets yeah yeah very like so there was only yeah. a couple real people in the show i mean the real, real the pe- people. puppeteers were well people. he had guests on all the time right yeah like yeah they didn't famous people or just have you guys watched kids TV now at all? Like yeah, tune in kids <laughs> shows. Cartoons, not like yeah, um yeah. not real. Uh, no, there's some bad ones. There's some the 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 wiggles. Mm, the they're wiggles. they're Australian. Mm. They're making yeah. bank. They are. They're going on tour, man. They're playing they do. they're doing, you know, guitar spins. <laughs> are they still a thing? 
Yeah, the Wiggles, or yeah. maybe they gotta be now. They had kids, and it was like parents that used to be musicians, or people that used to be musicians, and they still are musicians. Right. Mm-hmm. But they did something that their kids could like, and then got mad. They're from Australia. Yeah. They got massively yeah. huge. Yeah, they did. And it's yeah. Cheeseball City. Cheeseball City. <laughs> if you're talking about uh, Italian food, you're there with that. But it's like, it's. I was like, oh man, as a musician that wants to do like serious music, I just mm. can't. This is tough to watch, but the kids love it. And they're making millions and millions of millions. That's a whole career. Right, right. So there's a guy out of Linwood who's, um, uh, his name's Squishy, or what was it? Um, It's not Squishy. Casper Baby Pants? No, no. He's awesome. He is awesome. From the Presidents of the United States of America, the band. And he's doing like... My, my flea has dogs and stuff like my that. My flea cool has songs. dogs. Mm. But the other guy is from Linwood area, and his name name is like, it's like squishy or something. But it's a full-grown adult who's climbing through the kids' play area and doing and like hanging out with these kids in this in Linwood at the at at the mall. At or the mall, else. he's just going in the ball pit. Oh, it's like rogue. Yeah, he's just, he's he's filming. He just got popular. Now everyone knows him. The kids are like Squishy. It's oh. not Squishy because that's my nickname of my friend's son is Squish. So it's um, it's gonna bug me so bad if I don't know this. Wait, but what? I'm, try, I'm still trying to figure out what this person so, is doing. He he goes around and he's like, "Hey kids," and he's talking to kids. Children, yeah. Uh, not it's it seems innocent, but it's also to the parents. Everyone that I've talked to is like, he's kind of weird and cre- if you met this guy in real life, you're like, what's your deal, dude? Right, right. Like you're crawling through the area that says kids only and talking to these kids, and it's a YouTube show. It's very popular. Yeah. It's um. <laughs> just man, I can't kids think of the name. We got. Oh, I yeah. I feel like we got to look it up real quick. Lin, uh, type in um. <laughs> Kid, Linwood Ball Pit guy, uh, kid, uh, squishy kid entertainer, and it's gonna be not. It's <laughs> not. Gonna a, not it's not gonna be squishy. Yeah, squishy kid entertainer. Um, child. Oh. Hey, what are, how are you gonna look it up? I don't know. Out? How'd you find out about squishy? Uh, it was on like my friends' kids were watching it, and then you're seeing it, and yep. it's like Blimpy, Blippy, Blippy, Blippy. It's B L I B P P I, Blippy, Blip. B L I B P like like it was a blip. B L I P P Y Blippy. Look up Blippy real quick, and he's and I made a joke with my roommate uh, Matt because he like uh, the guy will wear like a little like hat and he has a beard here, and I was like, you kind of look like Blippy. He's like, f you, dude. <laughs> Because the guy, I mean, there's just his videos throw me off and I don't like it. It's like live action. Throw you off. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I would have been into this as a kid. I'm in a weird spot now. And he doesn't have kids, I don't think. So he's like, he's like, hey, kids, we can jump rope together. But he's hanging out with kids in the ball pit, different things. It's weird. Yeah. It is interesting. I mean, like Mr. Rogers didn't have kids, right? Did he not? Oh, maybe. I don't think so. Right. Yeah. So, so I think it's, it is a really interesting thing, I think, to try and figure out like, you know, people who are, uh, you know, role models for or educators yeah. of young kids who don't have kids. I think society, especially with males, has a hard time like they figuring do. out how like men, uh, you know, interact. Like I remember like hearing stories about like just how like teachers who are men who are like teaching second grade had a harder time being trusted with the same roles that like yeah, that's were weird. being trusted with. It's the that. stereotypes and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, obviously like uh, I'm not saying like there's not enough opportunities for men in this world. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, right. Thank but, you for clarifying. Cause yeah. just in case someone would be like, you know what? I heard what David said. Yeah. Well, I think it's a really <laughs> no. interesting thing. No, I know, I know there are advocates too, uh, who I know who are, you know, advocating for like, Men and boys' rights, and I think that's complex. I don't know enough about that, you know, yeah. to know where I would stand on that. And I can understand why they're doing it, but I don't think it's like there's only so much yeah. that you can say in one conversation, and I don't think that's yeah. necessarily what needs to be said. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, but 
but I do think it's, it's a challenge, you know, figuring out with people like Mr. Rogers, like as a society, like how do you then put trust in these people? And like, how do you feel like, you know, these people have, have the right interest? You know, how does, how do we know who Blippi well, you know, is? Well, I feel yeah. like the, I guess what I was going to say, cause you were saying, how do you feel about kids shows today is Mr. Rogers was like the A class, like this is the standard. And the stuff now, I think, is so dumbed down mm. that I feel like the old, like, cartoons of, like, the, ki- you know, like, the old Disney stuff. And there's there's issues with those on certain things, right. too. But as far as, like, the actual, like, not dumbed downness of it, it was, like, things that, like, adults and kids could watch and right. get something out of and think it's funny. And the stuff now is, like, the parents are like, oh, I got to watch four hours of this show. And right. it's, like, really, like, this is an apple. And you're like, cool. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I could, I mean, it's watching it as an adult. You're like, could we just end this now? Could we go play baked? Could we, can we just go out? We go make some baked potatoes and watch this afterwards. Um, (laughs) or could we like go play tag outside and just skip this show? And that's the problem. I think there's so many shows now that are like hard for adults to watch. And then, you know, if the kid likes it, you're watching it a million times. So I feel like if they could put out some more shows like that could reach both. Like Shrek reached both in a way that like had elements that adults <laughs> right. got and kids got. But I mean, Shrek. But, uh, what age do you think Shrek was geared at? Right? It's not. It's not for toddlers. It's not for people who don't know what an apple is. Yeah. No, no. I think there's a difference between education and life lesson programming than at like entertainment pieces. Shrek, Shrek mm-hmm. had some life lessons in there. Sure. Sure. Well, and Shrek being a movie is different than the shows. It's like that's big production. But I would agree that it's not educational specifically. Mm-hmm. And you gotta yeah. you gotta train when kids are young. You're like, this is a ball. This is an, a banana. This is an apple. This is a, a car. You know. So those simple books that like sold a bajillion copies. That's not even a real term. But the, you you got like you know those books that are like anyone could have wrote this book, but mm-hmm. someone decided to do it, and now it's popular. Right. I'm like. We could, I mean, I guess you need all levels. Yeah, Everything matters. But I feel like yeah. I think some kids end up watching the shows that were for the younger ages too long. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> is the thing. Right. And if you, if anyone gets a chance to watch Blippi, I'm not slamming him. It's just, I don't know how many hours of Blippi I could watch without feeling insane. I mean, myself. did you ever have this experience growing up? You may not have, Eric, since you didn't have TV, it sounds like, as much. Mm-hmm. But uh, like sometimes you'd be at home and there wouldn't be anything on besides like the wrong age of kids shows for you. And, you know, and you're sure. older and you're like watching something that you just know is stupid, but yeah. it's better to watch oh. TV than to not watch TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the reverse of that would happen. Sometimes they're like, we're not, sp- I would, I'd put a show on for my niece and nephew and they're like, Oh, mom says we can't watch yeah. this. And I was like, Oh, sorry. And then yeah, I yeah. quickly <laughs> switch it down to like yeah. something else. Well, that's a real problem now. I think for, you know, as kids access to things like YouTube where they're curating their own content that they're watching is changing a lot. You know, and obviously there's age restrictions and things like that but uh you know just hearing you know some of our coworkers talk about who have kids trying to figure out how to uh you know keep their kids uh making sure that they're not watching content they shouldn't be you know yeah uh, but yeah i think that's uh it is a challenge for and sure. there's so yeah. and now there's way more options than there were then i remember watching mighty mouse is like mighty mouse. six six year old mm-hmm. or something it was probably even reruns then because i don't, or maybe it was it was probably live because it was the early mid 80s um and there's he got canceled off air because he was um before he went to save someone he put a needle in his arm and <laughs> flew up into the air <laughs> to go save someone so i didn't think i saw that episode but that was the reason mighty mouse disappeared Dang. Yeah. but um years ago like and you're like oh hey kids this is how you get wow. more power wow so or like he-man yeah there was um there was skeletor he-man oh yeah 
Why Sca- did they get canceled? Uh, He-Man, I don't think he got canceled besides the fact that it just runs its course and then people are done. But the Skeletor was the bad um, skeleton guy. And then there was like, is it She-Woman was with him? Or like He-Man and She... Wasn't She-Man. She, wasn't Shamali. <laughs> it was... Uh, that was on uh, Arrested Development joke because it oh. said She-Male on a shirt. Shemali. And then, um, then uh, <laughs> Portia de Rossi no. was wearing it. She's like, oh, it's a Shamali no. shirt. No. <laughs> She's wearing it around. Yeah. And it's so oh, funny. No. But um, no, it was he. There was three characters. It was He-Man, his girlfriend, which was like She-Woman, I think, because it's He-Man. You know, they just made it simple. And it, that was like metal. That was like if you were into like metal, you, you watched He-Man. Totally. Because yeah. it had that same like vibe of like the devil horns like yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. like yeah. heavy yeah yeah no I, I i missed out on a lot of those kind of shows i think i ended up like watching spongebob and stuff like that oh, yeah. you know but i didn't end up watching a lot of like the the kind of more stylized like mm-hmm. shows that had their own world around like even like pokemon you know but like yeah well uh, SpongeBob, dragon ball z or things Sp- like that. spongebob had it has its own world around it's it true too. it's true it's just yeah. a very uh, light-hearted world i guess there's not it as is. much of like the the yeah. heavier things. Yeah, yeah. I, and well, why, I mean, but to be fair, SpongeBob would always sneak in some jokes over the top that, you know, that like... <laughs> yeah. For the adults. Yeah, totally. Or just yeah. like, because I think the writers, you know, you know, like, I think it's just funny to them. You know, yeah. they know that they can get away with some of that kind of stuff because it just won't even register with people. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. And the fact that there's uh, the guy that's making Krabby Patties is a crab. Mm. So it's kind of, that's a weird cannibalistic moment it's in that show. For the adults. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I like the British... His daughter was a whale. Yeah. The Krabby Patty guy? Yeah, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's a it's actually a great show. It is a great show. I think it's well written. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Well, they had, um, and then in England, his fan, I still have said this before, I think, so I feel like I'm repeating myself, but that's okay. Because his name in England is Douglas Bubble Trousers, and I love that wow. name. Wow. Oh. That's a great name. Yeah. Douglas like, Bubble Trousers. And the British have so many cool terms. And we were going to talk about... Um, <laughs> The terrible stories of almost uh, not making it to the bathroom, but um, is, that, is that a bubble trousers reference? It's a bubble a bubble trousers reference, but uh, just the terms, the terms, and they're like, "Hey, Douglas, that's bubble the segue trousers. right there." Yeah. Um, but like terms in England for things are way different. So you got like trousers, you know, but they got like they say like if you're going to like, what do you guys think the coolest name for a, to- a toilet or bathroom is mm. in the world? I mean, I like, but you're gonna have to yeah. leave that out. Yeah, I can bleep the first part of it. Yeah. 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 That's pretty Blank good. Blank T T E R, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, the coolest name for a bathroom? Yeah, like what's out of the countries? You're like, oh, that sounds oh. cool. Lou has a charm to it. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. The Lou. I was going to say that's probably the nicest. <laughs> that is the nicest one. I agree yeah. with you. You're like, I got to head to the Lou. And I love the washroom because like, oh, I just got to freshen up in the washroom. Right. We know what you're doing in there. Yeah, yeah, but that's a Canadian term. And maybe it's French. I don't know if it's French, too, because there's French Canadian also. And yeah. my friend who's from Vancouver uses that. And it always sounds super cool. Freshening washroom. up in the washroom. Yeah. Yeah. And then England has like toilet. Got to go to the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Wash closet. Ooh, oh, what's yeah. that from? It's the same thing. Uh, is that yeah, England? I think it's derivative of wash uh, room. Watershed. Closet. Oh, dude, that, that country festival called Watershed. It's basically <laughs> toilet. <laughs> outhouse. I guess they, they're not calling the bathroom an outhouse. No. Right. But it, there was a time where that was the only bathroom. Yeah. 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 I would say uh, restroom is my least, my least. I mean, that's just what I use the most, but I'm not resting. Mm. 
And also, you're not doing it right. Bath tissue is the worst. Bath. Tissue. You're not using yeah. it in the bathtub. Well, they call it. I think they call it a restroom because it's like multiple stalls. Oh, for the so like a public restroom. Yeah, I always think of it as a public mm, restroom and I not see. like a, a bathroom. And then bathroom would be in a house. Yeah, because it has a bath in it. Okay, Got makes it. sense. Or a shower. For sure. Mine would be a shower room because I don't have a bath. So when you say do, like, and if I you think, have a bathroom, to say, could I use your restroom? Is that inaccurate then? I think so. Yeah. Can I use your bathroom? Yeah. Okay. I got to start saying the right um, words. Yeah. Dang it. And then I think a wash closet is because it's a half bath. Oh, wow. It doesn't have... Uh, got it. There's... It usually doesn't have a shower or a bath in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. wash closet. That's cooler. So all these things are specific. But bath, they, they should call it toilet tissue instead of bath tissue because there's no way that's going in the bathtub. Toilet tissue. That's just my thought. Yeah. So, but no one wants to buy toilet tissue no, at the true. store. No, it's true. Toilet yeah. paper. I don't know if you guys have this because uh, but I have like a thing where I don't want to when I'm buying like a large amount of toilet paper I don't want to go through a line with a checker <laughs> like imagine you're like I'm stocking up for four months and you're walking up with this huge thing and you set it down or if you're only buying toilet paper mm, right I'm now. like they're like this guy's got to go and he's here to yeah. get the thing yeah. for the business right now <laughs> and so I just I, I'm like thank the Lord for self checkout because I'll go through and get the things I don't want to put through the main but if you don't buy it, then you're really gross. It's true. Yeah. I'm self-conscious about feminine products like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I'm just like, I don't want to go through a main line with right. yeah. whatever. It's yeah. funny how much shame we have around just like things that we all like understand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. We, like I hope y'all have toilet paper wherever you're going. Yeah. You know? well, like, this guy yeah. smells and he doesn't have any toilet paper on his checkout here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a, a, a wafting around him. A bubble trouser. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think because the shame sets in when we're really early. Yeah. Like when we're really young. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of like, oh, you girls go to the bathroom. Right. Or like right. that whole like yeah. baseline. What's that oh, about? My, Why, like, <laughs> my friends um, were working at their high school like in the like bat- cleaning bathrooms they both have the same jobs so they're working together and this this lady came into the women's bathroom and they were cleaning it and it said no one can come in right now and just went into a stall and peed and they were like they're like freaking out they're like what what's going on right now and they're like girls don't poop or whatever <laughs> whatever you guys you have know? the book growing up that everybody poops i my friends kids have it, it and it's it. great it's a great book first of all oh, okay. I, yeah it is yeah, yeah. And, and how yeah. simple they're like giraffes poop and it shows a, a poop popping out of the giraffe yeah. and they just yeah. write that peep or uh, elephants poop rabbits poop and it just shows the different <laughs> animals yeah. pooping i was trying to say people people poop but they're not going to show that but no people people poop is something else that would be the fire hose out the back so that's the thing it's busted it's amazing it's an amazing book it's an amazing book but that's something i was like why didn't i think of that you know right think of that well what's great about that too i think is especially for the demographic it's written for and maybe it's even for us as a demographic you know like obviously Mm. we can't get enough of poop as a society as far as it's just like you can't stop laughing at it as a kid you know you just can't stop laughing at it Uh, yeah so you just read that book over and over you know but yeah and i i I haven't read through the whole thing. I just looked at the pages and it was like the giraffe. I was like, this is amazing. I just see a little poop coming out of the giraffe and it's like a simple drawing. I was thinking of like how not amazing. Like I'm enthralled with the poop, but it's more amazing that someone wrote thought like, Hey, no one's written this yet. Let me do it. And this is going to be very popular. And it's so simple and funny. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah. Yeah. And the simple drawings, it looks good. Yeah. As a child, I used to be embarrassed using, 
cleaning other people's bathrooms oh, yeah. i would just hold it oh same mm-hmm. i, I peed my pants sometimes yeah. yeah 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 like i wouldn't eat at their home yeah like ultra embarrassed where like i just didn't want to be yeah. seen by anyone yeah, yeah. or mm-hmm. like take up space yeah, you yeah. know <laughs> so i would just mm-hmm. sit there like close to my parents until oh, yeah. we like had to leave and then two hours later like okay yeah, like, i'm starving at a yeah, pee yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah do you want some water no no <laughs> yeah. i'm fine <laughs> yeah. yeah i I feel like the worst was going since I have the a pea sized bladder and that's not a euphemism for pea. It's yeah. actually it's appropriately a, it's sized. a green yeah. pea. Green pea. I feel like it's that one pea. One pea. Or it's a it's, singular pea. It's yeah. kinda of like a half frozen container of peas. Mm-hmm. Like one of those um flavor flavor ones whatever flavor packs the cheap ones anyway <laughs> got a flavor pack remember the uh flavor pack peas, peas? yeah it's a what brand flavor flavo pack or whatever there was like a cheap brand of peas oh. either way they're the same size as others i just wanted to pick a brand but i know that i have to go more often than others so we would the snowboarding and skiing is like uh what do they call that traumatizing because of my ch- childhood upbringing <laughs> traumatizing yeah because i remember going up to the mountain with friends parents and he's like you guys go now we're not stopping till we get there oh and it would be an hour and a half drive and 45 minutes later i would have been like oh, i had some water on the oh, way yeah. I, had something. I was like hey we really uh my friends like and his dad was like really serious about yeah, it he's yeah, like yeah. we're not stopping and he was like a traveling salesman so yeah. you didn't mess with him because you knew he would drive for hours on end and just pee into a catheter or something i hate that and yeah and the fact that people wouldn't stop, yeah. I, I felt like That's so bad asking. Cruel. Yeah. And yeah. so we'd be up there and we're passing. I'm looking I'm, and everything that looks like an outhouse becomes interesting. You're like, oh, that might be something. <laughs> and then it says like one mile ahead, there's a turnoff for like Timberline Lodge because it was down by like Mount Hood. It was on yeah. Mount Hood. And I was like, oh, could we, is there a chance we could stop? He was like, nope, we're not stopping until we get there. And my friend would ask if he had to go. And occasionally if a parent had to stop, I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then I'd get to go. And so we'd wake up at like 5 a.m get in the car be tired not got enough sleep because we stayed up watching a movie and and then you have to pee the whole way up and feel the pressure until you get there and you get relief and so if anyone's riding with me now or even when we were like touring with the band i was like if you have to go 20 minutes after we leave somewhere don't feel bad about it i'll stop because i don't want to feel because i just felt like traumatized so going to the mountain i think of like all the restrictions and having to pee really bad and not being able to stop and i just don't want to snowboard or ski oh Basically. Oh, now, now you will not snowboard. I will. I will. But I'm like, if someone's like, oh, dude, we should go to the mountain next week. I'm like, you guys go ahead. I'll bring my own bathroom. Yeah. yeah I was like, I'll drive myself yeah. um, because I don't want to inconvenience anyone. And mm-hmm. it's just something that got like every trip. I was like, oh, this is going to, I was like, don't yeah. drink water for the half hour before they're like, this is your last chance to pee guys. And you're in there like, I have to pee. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> otherwise it's going to be bad. And then you get 20 minutes, even 10 minutes down the road. Sometimes I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Yeah. starting to feel yeah. it yeah so that's the thing i yeah. i really did not like growing yeah. up yeah yeah you ever so. have to do the bottle bottle in the car thing uh, i can't pee around people is the other thing so i have the yeah. shy bladder so like even if i have to um i was on my i don't know if we talk about this on the podcast but it's a personal story of so many as well right so i my father-in-law in 2012 was like hey we should go uh, let's go on my boat and go up to friday harbor and get yeah. some food and so i was like okay yeah let's uh, let's just so we meet in everett get on his boat four hour sail or something well we didn't go to friday harbor we just, he just floated around the puget sound for a few hours um but he there's this island place we stopped at where i hopped off and i could have like gone pee there but i was like oh i don't have to go too bad yet and then we kept going and we didn't make it to friday harbor and i had to go so bad so it was a little boat with like 
Well, I, yeah, I was just like, he's like, well, okay, we'll, we'll stand back here and you can go in the front. I go up there. I cannot go, but I have to go so bad. I'm in pain. But the fact that my father-in-law's there and my wife's back there sitting and they know, and they're looking the other way and like, oh yeah, are you done? And I was like, and I couldn't. And so I was like, oh, I couldn't go. Sorry. And so then with, then 20 minutes later, I was like, okay, let me try again. We stop. I couldn't go again oh, because no. I just can't around. I don't want anyone yeah. around me. I hate public restrooms. I hate being around people. So my friends in Hawaii have a boat now and they're like, Oh yeah, you can just pee off the boat or jump in the water. I was like, I don't want to jump in with sharks, but I want to go on like an hour trip on your boat, an hour and a half. I don't yeah. want to be out for four or five hours. <laughs> uh, and their, their boat, their old boat had a bathroom and then they sold that. And now they have a tiny one again, not tiny, medium size, but right, no right. bathroom. And no I was bad. like, yeah. cool. <laughs> so, um, so basically four hours. So I was just sitting here, just yeah. clenching on the seat oh, man. That sounds uh, horrible. And, and, and bouncing on the water <laughs> and next to my wife. And then we got back and I ran, ran down the dock and four hours later I had relief, but an hour in, I had to start going. I held for three hours longer wow. than I should have. So yeah. I just know myself and I'm not going to pee in front of people. If, it, if I was on the boat by myself, no problem. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. Dang. So that's a personal story. Everyone knows now mm-hmm. I have a problem peeing in front of people. It's okay. It's good. Now that I know that about you, I'm not going to put you in situations where you have to do that. You know, yeah. I get that. Yeah. No, it's okay. I mean, I normally try to find a personal bathroom at all times. Personal bathroom. And if someone walks into one that has like one stall and two urinals, I'm like, what are you doing? And I walk out. <laughs> I don't say that. What but are like, you doing? Because there's there's certain people that'll come in and just like fiddle around at the sink and wash their hands and <laughs> and and do a few things and I and I may have jumped in a stall just to have privacy and I'm like you're not peeing. What are you doing in here? Mm, it's just yeah. really annoying. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not calling names out, but I yeah, could, but yeah. I'm not going to. But it's okay. Mm. I just don't. I, I expect every bathroom to be a personal bathroom. <laughs> it's me. It's I Dolly in there. <laughs> I, I knew it. In right after what you. are you doing? <laughs> I knew it. No, it's one of those things. I'm like, I expect every bathroom to be a private bathroom and then when it's not i'm like oh yeah i'm in a public bathroom dang it i think well i think the opposite of that is when a bathroom is so public that it becomes more or less private so like you go to like uh uh, i remember like uh like being in like a in amsterdam or something like that Mm -hmm. in one of the airport bathrooms i was like i could do whatever i want in here and like you know i'm i'm dead to the world you know like no no one's in there well no there's just so many people who are in there and and they're just coming in and out they don't know how long you've been there 50 people in a bathroom it's like it's all its own thing right Exactly. You get the one or two and you're like, oh, I'd rather have right, my own. Right. And maybe there are people yeah. you know, you know, and it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want that. Yeah. yeah. I feel that way with the bathrooms at, um, what's that venue uh, in Ballard across the street from like Salt and Straw? There's like a bar in the front and then you walk through a door and then there's a venue. There's like a oh. triangular. Oh, sh- sun, uh, Sunset. Yeah. The Redone Sunset. Redone Sunset. I love it where it's like portholes. So you're looking through yeah. A, yeah. A, a, a ship. I was going to say a fish. Yeah. I feel that way yeah. with those bathrooms. Because like there isn't a main door. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. unisex. Right. So like, Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, both bathrooms are yep. unisex. Um, or that? non Non-gendered. Non-gendered. Oh, non-gendered. so anyone Sorry. can go into anyone. It's similar with um, Vera, Pro- Vera Project currently, I think, oh, okay. too. Yeah. 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 So it's like a bigger bathroom, though, with people just coming no, in No, it's still two, loca- two bathrooms. Oh, okay. But it's genderless, so you can go to either. But it's not a single use. There's more. There's more like than... multiple stalls. Yeah. There's ur- urinals I don't like that. Both. I don't want people <laughs> from the opposite sex yeah. in there with me at all. But, I, but it's not... It's just my purse because I already don't want people around me. So thinking of a girl in there, I remember being at the Vera Project and I have no problem with them doing that and having that as an option for everyone to feel comfortable. I'm 
totally cool with that. Me personally, I want the bathroom in the middle that's single use that no one's in every time. Right. They but should I, have a shy pooper bathroom. Yeah. Shy, yeah. shy pooper. And there's a long line and everyone else is skipping well, the, too. Yeah. The problem with the shy pooper bathroom in the middle, if it's a single serve like that, is that you know there's going to be a line of people and you know they're going to be waiting for you to be done. Right. Yeah. And that's and what I like pressure, about. Yeah. The pressure yeah, on that yeah one. exactly. I don't yeah. like the pressure. I don't like that. And I don't like bathroom trackers. You know, I, like I, I want to be able to. Yeah. I, I want to be able to disappear. I want anonymity. Yeah. That's all we all want. Door's yeah. been closed for yeah. seven minutes, exactly. and he's still. And then you yeah. walk out, and then there's toilet paper on your shoe because yeah. you put it on there on purpose just yeah. to mess with them. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I went to a restaurant the other night, and it's a it's a singular restroom, mm-hmm. and it's the only one in the building. Um, uh. And I like all I had to do was go pee, and I went pee, and I came back. Like there's no one in line before yeah. I went in there, yeah. and then when mm-hmm. I came out, there was like a giant line, and I was like. I was like, no. <laughs> like, I haven't been in here this long. But three yeah. people got at the same time. They're like, I'm not losing my spot in line. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then you have to do that thing of like, you don't want to look at the person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just so like, you just look through them. You so know? it's like yeah. you look, you're like, you wave and you go past them or you look down, just walk by and you're like, sometimes I get on my phone and I'll kind of look at that as I'm coming out. Like I've got something important. It's I a safety. Be at. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. he's just been in there on his phone this yeah, whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. we would have these 24 hour live streams. We haven't done one for a couple of years because Whoa. of COVID, but we'd play That's, music for oh, charity for 24 hours. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and for Thanksgiving, right? Uh, Thanksgiving? It was usually like right after Christmas. We do it on oh, like okay. the 27th of December. Um, but, uh, and the, the premise is that music had to keep going in the space for 24 hours and people could mm. tag in and tag out, but basically music couldn't stop, uh, wow. which was, it was fun. It was quite, quite fun. Uh, but definitely an on, you know, it, you have to really want to do that because it's a lot uh 24 hours of music yeah it's a long time uh but uh there's only one bathroom in the space that we'd use and it was literally on the other side of the band you had to go through the band to get into the bathroom so you're on the live stream going yeah you're just walking through and then like you know there's cameras on so people know how everyone watching this live stream everyone in the band you know everyone in the space yeah Mm -hmm. like you were but uh we'd start playing a song when everyone would like go you know gotta get through the bathroom get to the bathroom (laughs) because like when you're doing that kind of stuff you just run out of things to 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 play you know so, so you like, would sing that while yeah, you're say, yeah it was just like a little gag you know yeah. but that's like yeah. is it daryl's in um shoreline daryl's daryl's yeah. tavern yeah. the the bathroom is on the uh, through this on you have to walk past the stage where everyone's watching to this yeah. little hallway yeah. there's no like walk to the back of dislike, the room dislike dislike is that I hate down it. is it between like a? it's on 99 yeah it's like up the street from the hockey rink by Fred Meyer right next yeah. to Fred Meyer yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. saw a friend's band play there and that was yeah. a bad night for, for me so <laughs> <laughs> it was my story of eating a half chicken and yeah. literally not making almost not, not making it home and having to stop on the side of the road somewhere and find a spot where no one could see me um, wait 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 wait. yeah this is a <laughs> you almost pooped my pants story. you ate a half chicken you had to stop on the side of the road yeah, to I'll, poop I, I think I may have shared this story <laughs> is this the bush story yeah. <laughs> yes dude okay That's, so, so and, and and that was better than using the bathroom at Daryl's. Well, no, I used the bathroom at Daryl's already. Uh, so a twofer. A twofer. Um, so yeah, I'd, my dad had happened to be visiting Seattle because he was caretaking for someone who was older at the time, and now, ironically enough, he's needing caretaking. But it's been about ten years. Student becomes yeah. the student becomes the master. I <laughs> know <laughs> um, oh, the master becomes the student. The student yeah. <laughs> Dang it! Flip that around. Um, so I, I had met him in yeah I had met him in Seattle because they had brought everyone up on a bus stay in Seattle and do this training. So we went to dinner at like 
nice place in the uh, nice place in the mall. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> yeah. okay. What's, the, what's that mall in the middle of town that's like five stories? Um, Where Westlake? in Seattle, Westlake. Yeah. It was in Westlake. Pacific Place. Well, there's a couple. There's Westlake Center. Pacific Place. And there's Pacific Place. It was Pacific Place. Okay. And yeah. it's a Italian restaurant yeah. in, in the bottom there. So it wasn't just yeah. like mall food. Yeah. Um, but we, so I got the half chicken and all stuff. I was like, this is good. <laughs> then I go to see my, our drummer's show with his other band, his cousin's band. And um, just, you know, the chicken wasn't sitting right. So I had to go walk in front of the stage once already. There's a swinging, the door's fine, but then to the stall, it's a swinging little oh, like saloon, saloon door. door. Saloon wow, what a bad pooping environment. Yeah, but it's not even a, uh, oh. there's not even a, oh, it's, yeah. it's like this high off the ground. Yeah. It's like a pre-pant oh, Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, had, had, I was like, whatever, I'm in here for 10 minutes. When I walk out past the stage, everyone again, yeah. five minutes later, my stomach's like, I was like, I'm going back in. Yeah. So I had to walk back in across the stage. Yeah. When the next band was playing, I go outside, talk to them. I'm like, I'm so much better now. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm talking to my friends. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'm not feeling as great, but I, there's no way I'm going back in there. I'm going home. And I was like, yeah. see you guys later. I'd see them, seen their set. Yeah. <laughs> Start heading north, hit the freeway from Shoreline, which is for those in, not in the Seattle area. I had to drive about 25 miles uh, to get home yeah. to Marysville area. But then I, it, near Linwood, I was like, oh, well. Feeling this, uh, Walmart. Um, looks like that Blink My Do song. Got a regret right now. Feeling this, or whatever that song <laughs> yeah. is. Um, so I was like, I, I'm not gonna make it to Walmart. That's one exit up. Yeah. Um, I'm exiting here, uh, right off the it's freeway. Exiting now, yeah. And there was yeah. like, it's exiting now. Yeah, I'm exiting now. Right now. And so I, I just pulled into a dark parking lot right off the way there. It turns out to be a historic site in Linwood, and uh, it was right across from a car dealership. And um, and I had just emptied my car of all the napkins. And, and trash that I oh, didn't no. need because yeah. I'm like I got to clean my car up so yeah. I had one or two napkins no. in my car at all and found some bushes and just and it probably looked like a homeless man had been there <laughs> and had yeah. a problem and then I like had to a leave wild animal. and I had to yeah wild animal everybody <laughs> poops yeah Dude, yeah bear got into the yeah. city last night <laughs> pee poop here's the, <laughs> pee poop <laughs> pee poop so pee here's poop. the thing you don't realize when you're in that situation is that you do need to leave the napkins that you use. Right. For so sure. they know it wasn't a bear. <laughs> it's a very polite bear. And there was yeah. someone that walked by the crosswalk and kept going and didn't come down. I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, and then I drove home feeling bad, but good. Shameful. But, Shameful, yeah. but really good. And I was like, I wonder what that place is. So I had to go back the next day, next few days and see. And it was like a historic site in Linwood where they had like a museum or something. Oh, and man. I'm oh, like, man. I was like, do they have cameras? <laughs> Return to the scene of the crime. And that, was, that was probably um, four years ago. That wasn't that long ago. So that's my last experience. Everyone's going to really have bad. some experience like that or has already had some experience like that in their life. I mean, as a mm -hmm. kid, you just, you know, you poop your pants all the time and that's just the reality of it you know as an adult the deal. As yeah yeah, as yeah. As yeah. As it's expected an, of you they, yeah. they give you pants for the job mm -hmm. yeah yeah and as an adult you assume you're done you're you've grown <laughs> up but it doesn't always and that's why that my, my neighbor uh, uh, does welding and he said he has to like he always has two or three changes of clothes in case sometimes you know the welding stuff will burn through shirts and stuff Got like that. that and i'm like well i'm not worried about that kind of burn through clothing <laughs> but i was like i kind of want to have like 
Yeah. Brown out, yeah. I kind of want to have your clothes just on standby in case the situation happens. No, every vehicle, I want to have my favorite pair of pants. Like, I love these pants. I want to buy two or three pair of them. Have a shirt, underwear, pants, socks. Have a, two, one or two changes of clothes just in case right. so I'm never at a spot where I have to go to a right, Fred right, Meyer right. or something and find clothing in a bad situation. Right, yeah. right. That's true. I guess, I mean, the reason why I think they, most adults are not used to pooping their pants anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the reason. <laughs> the reason. And the reason why we don't all have redundant clothing options, you know, uh, is because I think, you know, we can usually know ahead of time. You know, you knew at Daryl's that this was going to be a situation, you know. I thought uh, I was done, though, after the second round. That's true. That's true. That's hard. Yeah. And I, I, I get that, like, sometimes that stuff really can surprise you. Like, if you had food poisoning recently, like, you know, mm, last, yeah. uh, last August, I was definitely in a situation. I didn't have to poop my pants, luckily. But I was in a Love situation that. where I didn't also have to leave my home. I was like, if I leave my home, maybe I will poop my pants. You'd be so in I'm trouble. I'm just not going to leave my home. Yeah. And you can yeah. just walk down the hall. You're good or exactly. whatever. Yeah. 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 But, you know, life continues on, I guess. Uh, but I think that like... It better. Well, Otherwise, you've really had a bad experience. Right. Well, no, but it's like sometimes it has to, but you're not ready to be there. You know, so like I had a gig coming up like the end oh. of that week. And it's like, boy, I hope this is <laughs> not going to be a thing at this gig. I hope this is done. Yeah. 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 Uh, and luckily it was. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I... Uh, I don't know. I, I guess like in those situations, you know, like what do you do if you're having to drive home? Like, is it like if you had to do it all over again, if you had to poop in these bushes, what would you do differently? You know? I, well now yeah. I always leave napkins. <laughs> I have like, I have ample napkins and it looks messy in the glove box. I don't care. Right, right, right. Just in case. Right. But yeah, I mean, I, I have to be honest when I drove home, it, I may have not smelled 100% perfect because I was short on napkins. So right. I got home. I was like, I'm taking a shower. <laughs> got to go to Walmart and buy the 24-pack of toilet yeah. paper. And just keep it this in guy smells yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, why does he have 24 rolls back here? You never know yeah. when you're going to need this. I mean, having some in your garage is probably not a bad idea to always yeah. have some extra. But no, I mean, there's, yeah, I don't know what else you do differently. No, I think you're right though. Like keeping, <laughs> <laughs> I like now I've got like deodorant and a toothbrush in yeah, my car I don't uh, have a toothbrush. I should uh, and probably like 20 bucks cash. Uh, mm -hmm. and now I'm probably going to put a roll of toilet paper in there and change smart. your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, my guess, like what I'm saying is I think I'm not hope fingers crossed. I hope I'm not going to make it to the point where I have to change the clothes, you know, me, like me too, yeah. but I'm still going to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on real wood. Right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just woke, woke up. Yeah. Sammy. Um, yeah. The, uh, the one I was going to share with you guys, which uh, this is just getting to too many stories of people having accidents. Maybe it's but just that episode. It might be, I mean, I mean, you guys might have some you want to share too. <laughs> Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. I'll share this one, which I've, I think I've shared before, but it might've been years ago and it might not been on this round of Episode podcasting. Two. Episode two of the 2018 ones. Yeah. And by the way, I was on Apple podcasts and found a few of the old episodes. There's three. They somehow still made it through me deleting everything. So, um, I, I hope some bad things weren't said during, we those, don't talk about season. We one. don't talk about yeah, that. Yeah. This is season one. No, no, no. This is season two. two. Sorry. Last week was season one. This is season two. Um, no, last week was season two. No, fifty. that was week 52. This is 53. No, oh. this one's 54. Oh, my Lord. I forgot. 
that time just keeps idiots. flying by. Idiots. Time traveler. Hashtag yeah. idiots. Yeah. I, that's the thing in the last few years, for no reason, I've just loved hashtag idiots. I've been using it for like <laughs> anything that just like seems ridiculous to me. I'm like hashtag idiots. But it's it's like I want to do like Napoleon Dynamite yeah. sounding yeah, so yeah. it makes it funny. It's not like I actually think people are idiots. Yeah, but. no, I mean, the, the only time you call someone an idiot, I think, is like usually so dramatically forceful. But mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, well, and, it's, and there's a verse in the Bible that says like a man that calls another man a fool is is on the verge of going to hell or some crazy. Thing. And I'm like, that's that's just saying like a fool. And I say call someone an idiot. Like yeah. better, so I, I I'm like I usually say it about myself and be like, ah, oh, I just did this hashtag idiot. And so therefore I can't go to hell if I'm calling myself an idiot. Maybe you're on the verge of going to hell and you're an idiot. Maybe for for <laughs> yeah, doing something you, that stupid. Yeah, you called yourself an idiot, yeah, <laughs> and then you're going yeah, to hell for yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. two strikes. Yeah. Two strikes and your three strikes you're out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just swing twice at one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, did I love that baseball once. now. Swing twice at one pitch. Yeah, because I I hit it and then I brought it back. I brought the bat back behind me fast enough that the ball clipped it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was out. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Wait, you can you can get out if you hit it twice? Yeah. That seems not fair. If it goes somewhere, you should be able to run. Did it go backwards or something? Yeah. Well, oh. it was a it would have been a foul, but I nicked it again. Oh. So. And it became a home run, but they're like, "Sorry, you're out." Mm -hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> it became a home run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Amazing. Yeah. Wait, you're going to share. Your yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> So in 2011, uh, this also involves my ex-wife, but I'll keep her out of always it. Always remember. And, yeah, always oh, remember. Oh, dang it! 2001, I, I've done that twice now. What? what? Done a... Oh, 2011, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've done a... Always remember. 2001, you did it. Oh, yeah, no. you did. But well, I always hey, think it's 2011, no, well, not I, To be fair, the 10-year an, anniversary is of that is still a remembering thing. That's kind of the 10s and the 20s are yeah. big ones. Yeah. So 2021 was big too. Let's talk about poop. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Tell me about poop. Yeah, so I, I went to Taiwan um, to visit um, her cousin. And I guess I have to keep Ooh. her in the story, my ex-wife. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and my friends. And my friends that... Uh, that <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Her name. Her name is. And no, still... I just wasn't. I didn't know who you were talking about. Okay, no, no. I'll give her a name anyway. Her name was Aaron. Still is. Um, she spells it. Speaking of name changes, she spells it differently now with a Y because she always wanted a Y in her name. So when we got divorced, she changed it to E E R Y N N double N instead of E R I N. So just a little fancier. Which all the girls and all the women in their family have a Y in the name, and she didn't, so she wanted it, which is cool. So much respect for that. Um, and so we go and, and my like friends, that. my friends happened to be in Taiwan at the same time teaching English over there in a couple schools. Mm. So I got to, we got, to, it was like a double trip to see a bunch of people. So then the mom of her, um, I guess, let's see, let me clarify this. Her cousin there had a, had a girlfriend they're, they're now married, but her mom was like a tour guide for a lot of cool stuff there. So she's mm. like, Hey, let me take you guys on a personal tour yeah. of this mountain town. And we take like a bus for an hour into the mountains and go up there and then like, yeah, try this local restaurant. And there's these like fresh, like bean sprouts. And the best thing, this is the best thing about this meal, which this could have gotten done me. And I'm not sure. I think it was the bean sprouts, but it was the, they had rice <laughs> cooked in bamboo. And so you like the top of the oh, bamboo is missing like and you get, the bamboo and yeah, get or take the top off the yeah. bamboo and there's rice in it, which was so cool Cute. and it was really good. Very cutesy. Yeah. And yeah. so then there was the fresh bean sprouts and like an idiot, hashtag idiot. I went, I was just like, Hmm, just eating these fresh things. Now, oh, fresh foods yeah, in those can have something yeah. in any, any yeah. place you're not used to, yeah. whatever the water it's cooked in or something, it can hit you differently. And the rice is like solidly cooked. The bean sprouts right. are fresh, but yep. rinsed in something. Yep. And so... 
we're going to these hot springs immediately after <laughs> eating. And the, and so we, it's across the river. So we like, we eat real quick and then we like walk over these hot springs. It's a whole tour. It's like a group of people. And we were, we just happened to ride this bus up and then there's people that are just there in the hot springs and my, and I, I don't mind being a minority because, uh, in, in Taiwan, I, I saw maybe six white people in a week there. Sure. So her and I, I had a big beard or bigger beard at the time. And so people were like, Oh, looking at this, like, probably weird looking white guy and a, and two white people walking over the hot springs mean mugging <laughs> as we're like walking up and there's these different pools to sit in uh, for the hot springs right so everyone has their own pool so we're sitting in one right on the river but it had been rainy and muddy so the river's already real brown and it's just nothing to do with the story but i'm just painting a picture of the it's a raging river going by but these hot springs are amazing it has a little sulfur smell but it's like really warm nice so sitting in there I had sat in there for 30 seconds and my stomach flipped upside down oh, where it's like no. twist yeah, and it yeah. feels like someone's yeah. grabbing and actually <laughs> twisting my intestines or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I was like, this really hurts. So I was like, I think I might need to get out. And so I got out and I was like, Hey, she's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, give me a second. So I walk over to what I thought was a bathroom right yeah, there. Yeah. It was a changing um, curtain underneath stairs. Uh-huh. nothing so i was like i might have to go in here and just leave and it's all over the ground i mean i was but, then, but i was like no i can't do that i can't do that and so but we had driven an hour something in a bus to get up to this place to experience oh the hot springs yeah, yeah so then i come back over to where they're at and i was like i'm so sorry but i'm not feeling well we have to we probably have to leave and people were like looking at us weird because i'm standing out of there yeah. and like but i felt like i needed to just fall over because my stomach was getting ripped oh and man. i was like whole like clenching so hard trying to make it wow. it was a half mile walk back to the bathrooms on the other side of the river so i made it and like <clears throat> walking really steady yeah. made it over and they didn't have toilets per se they had like urinals in the ground yeah yeah and so had a hover yeah so i quickly ran into one of those fill uh filled up a whole thing <laughs> oh, no. and then i realized there's no toilet paper in the stalls so then, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to try to make it as discreet as possible here. So then I run out, grab like, there's these little squares and you have to yeah. guess how many you need. I so I grabbed like 11, <laughs> grab those, come back in. I was like, okay, that's good. And then, then I was like, then I went to leave the stall and I was like, and then I have round two run in oh, no. same, oh, same no. experience, same amount, whatever squares. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Doing my thing. Um, and then I had to run back out and I needed to run out twice to get squares. Third time, a little bit splashed up on my foot. And that's when I was like, this is the worst. And then after that I was done. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I had yeah. pooped on my own foot Oh, you know, it, yeah. in, in there. And so then I thought I was good. Yeah. So we could <laughs> leave to go down to the bus and wait to go down. What a waste of a trip. Go up the mountain, be in a hot spring for five minutes, have to leave. Yeah. And the, she's like, oh, well, I wanted you guys to see this. And I was like, I don't think I can go back to those hot springs. <laughs> you know, I don't think I should go because the warm, the warm water messed my stomach and plus everything else. Yeah. So then we're waiting in line and there's a row about houses across from where the bus is. And this is, I think I have told this story, but for those that hadn't heard an earlier episode, it's fine. Um, so then I, I thought I was good before the bus arrives. I, my stomach hurts again. So I run across the street and I go in the first one, no paper. 
And so I have to go out with everyone watching me across the street. And I had no shame. I'm like, I don't care. It hurts too bad. And so I found one finally that had paper. It came back over and they're like, oh, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And these people were so nice. They're like, oh, when you're here, you should look at these things. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> just like, because I'd had no water and I'm dehydrated now. Oh, right. So yeah. then we have to ride the bus all the way back. And I'm just like, well, I feel so bad because she spent all this time to bring us up here and pay for the bus and all this stuff. And then I had, I had pizza that night and I was fine. I just, they had pizza <laughs> in town there. I was like, I need some greasy American the food. Yeah. food. Yeah, I need pizza. I needed something. I had, a, I had a ginger ale to make my stomach feel better, a ginger ale or Sprite, and then Pizza Hut to just have a sense of normalcy and home and not some food that I hadn't tried before. Yeah. And it was, oh, it was man. the best Pizza Hut I'd had in a while because I felt so bad. After that, I was fine. One experience, but I will never forget the feeling, the look of the river, everything <laughs> that that place is like. Yeah ingrained in my brain man yeah you've had some bad bathroom luck between like your ski trips not being able to pee on the way up and mm -hmm. like a lot of a lot of like well and yeah. then you joined you you were in the, my movie ibs quest for a cure I see now. Bowel syndrome <laughs> I know. so you know you're like, like hashing out this trauma in, yeah in, in the work. movies uh but but i just think and i and i was like and i was like maybe i maybe i have i, I don't i don't have it but i was like maybe there is a problem because <laughs> it's not very it wouldn't be very often but it's one of those things that i just find funny but in the moments those situations were anything but funny oh yeah but no, now it's funny to look back well i think it. you have to be able to laugh at those things in your own life just if you want to like live going forward you know like if i, I was mean, if i was yeah. uber embarrassed of that and couldn't talk about it yeah. then i probably would not be able to talk about a lot of things in life yeah no, <laughs> so, true. so now you guys what's your stories <laughs> <laughs> just you don't have to you don't have to it's fine yeah i mean uh uh, uh we you kind of already told one but which what did I? Oh, uh, you were talking earlier about like uh, oh peeing your pants. You didn't oh, give yeah. details. Yeah, no, no, but... I didn't. I mean, when I was a kid. So just to, uh, I guess, but it all sets it up, right? And I think that yours, uh, your your younger stories about you not wanting to use public restrooms and stuff like that also adds some intrigue to the story because you understand the, uh, your motive about <laughs> you know like why you wouldn't want to go like I don't want to be embarrassed yeah, in public. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and as a kid, like for whatever reason, like I like my brother was two years older than me, and and definitely we both had the idea that public bathrooms were not for us you know uh mm -hmm. so you just wouldn't use them you know which mm -hmm. is dumb as a kid because you, you don't realize that you're gonna need to go you know and like you will not like you know 10 minutes later in the car or something yeah or just like you know uh like you're at school all day like the, it's not reasonable to expect that you're not gonna have to pee during that eight hour day or whatever yeah. Uh, yeah. so i quickly learned that lesson you know after being like in circle time crisscross applesauce and just like peeing my pants within like the last five minutes of school or something yeah. probably like uh, a yeah. couple times too or something you know before i was and like you had to go really bad you're like, yeah no, yeah and it. my mom was like why you know like <laughs> like what is up dude like why are you yeah. why are you doing this you know yeah. Yeah. like then the truth came out you know that like oh you know my brother has told me that like you know <laughs> public bathrooms are scary or something yeah, yeah, you know yeah. so, and they're like hey let's retrain yeah don't exactly. tell them that anymore yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, uh but so i learned my lesson once i started peeing in there it was a lot better you know but uh still not one to still not one to poop in public bathrooms you know like i think that's it's its own kind it's of it's an emergency situation yeah, it's like only. if i can help it you know i won't you know yeah. uh, uh or you or you have a bathroom that has so much in it and crossover you know it doesn't matter yeah, exactly. like an airport bathroom be anybody yeah, yeah yeah um stadiums yeah stadiums are yeah, great exactly yeah. i haven't uh, gone in a while but it would yeah. be fun yeah totally not to poop in it but to go to the <laughs> <laughs> clarify that Just it would be no, super it would fun, be fun. <laughs> i gotta get you guys want to go to safeco i gotta take a
<laughs> yeah, uh, but um, going to uh, going to Rwanda in 2020, uh, it's like mm. a 24 hour flight, oh, uh, and oh, so boy. yeah, it's a long flight, and I'm also not going to use an airplane bathroom, you know. Yeah. Uh, and for mm. the most part, like I'm really I'm not having a bad time on this long transit, you know. I think I use a restroom with high turnover in Amsterdam. It's great, you know. I could be mm-hmm. anybody. Take my luggage in. They have the full full height doors. You have that's yeah. truly you a restroom. Feel like you're in your own space. It's enclosed. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, like you're. I love those. You know, yeah. uh, and so that's luxurious for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, would recommend, uh, but um, would recommend but, the bathrooms in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna go to Amsterdam, yeah, yeah. at least see the bathrooms. Well, it's like if you're gonna go, you know, if you're like if you're looking for a place to poop, you know, and you're you're in an airport, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like or if you have the option of like using this like airplane lavatory, you know, on your way to Amsterdam, wait or, until you get to Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. I have one note yeah. about yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, restrooms yeah. in. Uh, airports, I feel like they should be bigger because mm. you have luggage. It's with true. You. Yeah. I wish they were bigger. Some yeah. of them are, is the thing, sure. I think. You know, and like the European bathrooms seem like they're at least a step in the right direction. Uh, but mm. I agree. I think that people are, you know, like, what are you going to do if you or got all deeper, these bags? deeper so yeah. you have space to set them. Yeah. 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 But, uh, uh, but so it's just a long flight and a lot of airplane meals and, you know, just like weird mm. sleeping, you know, off and on and like just odd routine. You have no idea yeah. how long it's been since you've done anything, you know, by the yeah. time you arrive. Mm. Uh, and I think I arrived in the middle of like some day that was already in progress or something. And of course, right when you get there, you know, like people are trying to get you, you to hit go the out ground places. running. Exactly. Yeah. And going out to places that I've never been doing, you know, like, I don't know, meeting all these people, you know, trying to figure out like, OK, when are we going to go home? And like I get to rest after this flight or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so like, you know, as I was saying, you know, public bathroom is not on my highest priority as far as things to use. I'm like, all right, well, mm-hmm. this is great. I'll just, you know, like I can feel that like eventually I'm going to need to poop, but it's not a now situation, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, so just putting it off, you know, and like eventually like, okay, we're making it home. The thing is you get home and what you don't know or what I didn't know about houses in that part of the world is that they're mostly tile. Uh, and so just like, you, you know, you whisper in the kitchen, it goes, Whoo. Oh, yeah, it. it's the, the sounds carry. <laughs> yeah, far. yeah, it is. Yeah. It is a house built for places that are like dirty and muddy outdoors, and so not a lot of carpets, uh, yeah. and just like large house, but like echo chamber, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like you know, I, I'm like pretty much waiting out everyone in the world to go to bed and playing a game like of. of- <laughs> chicken with like <laughs> and, yourself yeah yeah I mean, i'm just like seeing how how far we can Playing we can take with this. yourself yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and finally <laughs> the you know the uh, uh the other complication to this uh this story is that my ass had fallen asleep on the plane ride over sure. uh and mm-hmm. and it like really hadn't recovered you know <laughs> like yeah. i got dormant up, yeah there's like there was like an area of my butt that i could not feel anything sure. you know mm-hmm. and so i was like I, I, anything could be happening and i would have no idea yeah uh, uh you know just like it's so like you know the feeling of like when you're uh. like you've just been like straining your muscles too long that eventually you can't tell if you're even like straining your muscles so or you not. think yeah. you're pooping your pants i'm like i have no idea if i'm pooping my pants or not but if you're asking the question it's too late uh yeah yeah Yeah. but it was mostly okay it was mostly okay but there was you know it wasn't i would say it's not it wasn't not pooping my pants but it wasn't pooping my pants yeah i gotcha yeah no i i i i flirting with as close as yeah yeah it was it was right in touch and go it was right in that middle ground that sweet middle ground of pooping your pants then you hoped everyone was asleep at that point no i knew they weren't i had to leave a conversation i was like okay i (laughs) got 
<laughs> I had to exit. I, I was yeah. like, I don't think I can trust what's happening in my world anymore. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So I, you know, what I would say is, uh, uh, advice you know, to others, how, how I would do that if, in the future is I would have taken the first opportunities that I had much yeah. earlier in the night. To, a plane would know, might be a good, an okay scenario. Well, it wasn't, you know, the air, air, yeah. if I knew at the airport, that would have been a different situation. Well, and you I, know, I yeah, hate, I hate yeah. flying a long time. And then you're like, no. Same with like Peru is like 23 hours of travel to get down there. And then everyone's like, okay, start of a day, but you've just come off a full day of travel and they're like, okay, well, we'll get you set up in your place in a bit. We're going to go over here first. We're going to go here. And you're just like, all I want to do is go straight to my, my space, not for just that, but just in general, just to be like, I need a moment to unwind. (laughs) Like, I feel like even when I fly to Hawaii, I'm like, I would like to like the first night almost have like an Airbnb and just like settle in, <laughs> get a full day of relaxing right, in, and de- right. then settle into hitting the ground running. Cause sometimes yeah. you jump into stuff sometimes and you just want, you totally. need a little time. No, I know what you mean. Uh, well, this isn't a pooping your pants story unless Dolly, do you have a pooping your pants? No, I've gotten pretty close yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. I was at a, I was watching one of my favorite bands at, uh, Barboza. <laughs> yeah. And great bathrooms there. Yeah, mm. except it was like a line situation, yeah. and there was oh, someone in front of me that was taking very much a sweet they had time. They pooped their pants. They had probably pooped their pants because they came out with different ones on. <laughs> yeah, right, um, and I got really close where it had the person waited like two, three seconds, it would have been Gonzo. And like you, I, yeah. and then I went like, with then a you friend. Turn around, shrug, shrug your shoulder, and you go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm done, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it would have been really bad. Yeah. I always, in those situations where it feels like uh, threat level midnight, <laughs> is yeah. I'm just like, one more mile. If I'm driving, I'm like, one more mile. You're almost there. Like, just stave it off a little longer. Yeah. And then you tell yourself, like, two more miles. <laughs> then you're like, next mile, one more mile. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so it's literally just, yeah. it's the worst when you have to, when you're in those situations and the lines for women's restrooms are longer than men's 90% of the time at concerts. True. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was down at burning man in September of, uh, 2021 this last year. It was the first mm-hmm. burning man I'd gone to. Uh, oh, wow. would highly recommend it if that's your thing, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, well, I've, I've but, heard burning man yeah. has a lot of cool stuff, so I would like to go someday. It does. Yeah. Uh, and, and one of the things that was going on was a lot of like late night or all night dancing, you know, like it's kind of sure. one of those things that the whole city there that they build in the desert doesn't shut down, you know, so you can do anything. Oh, yeah. for However long and pretty much never stop doing it. Uh, and there was a group of people who I had met, uh, from Israel that were just like cruising around, uh, doing a thing that like this whole little posse that I like found myself integrated with for a second. Uh, that's cool. And they, you know, they were inebriated with various different substances. Uh, uh, but they were very like, just like some of the kindest people that I had met, uh, so far. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, there was this one guy who was really, you know, he was in a different level of inebriation, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, but still very cognizant. It wasn't like alcohol inebriation where you get like, you know, totally belligerent and like, you know, mm-hmm. not with it. Like he's still pretty with it, you know, but he just didn't care about many things. Uh, we were dancing. The sun was coming up. Finally, it was like five or six in the morning or something like that, you know, and he jumps up and he goes, I my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
hands. <laughs> and then he, he just keeps dancing. <laughs> He's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> so, so he just, he didn't, he didn't even care. I mean, I think he cared, you know, he laughed a lot and then he just kept dancing. But uh, I thought that was a really beautiful way of, you know, uh, handling that. That is but, really funny. But, but the real, the real icing on the cake. So, so for this last Burning Man that I went to is what was called a rogue burn where there was no, uh, there was no official support of the event. So typically with things like Burning Man, there's an organization that puts it on mm-hmm. uh, and and these people handle a lot of logistics about oh, a festival yeah. like that you know uh, and the infrastructure uh, and and this year that organization uh, or this last year the organization basically said we're not hosting this event uh, mm-hmm. the year before they did a virtual one and they said this year we're not doing it but a lot of people were just like we're going to go do it anyways uh, oh, and wow. so they went without the organization support so there's a lot of things that didn't happen one of them being there was no bathroom infrastructure so if you wanted bathrooms you basically had to bring what you wanted right so People were bringing, you know, uh, buckets with sawdust and that kind of thing, right? But composting, yeah. exactly. Uh, but uh, you know, we were part of a bigger camp of people doing live music there. That was maybe like, you know, fifty or a hundred people or something like that. And it was mm. kind of like, oh, the whole camp maybe wants to bring some bathrooms down, but you have to tow them in yourself, right? So yeah. we uh, somehow we, me and the crew that I was rolling with of like four or five friends, uh, we we drew the short straw and had to tow in these bathrooms, uh, <laughs> which which was quite an experience i don't know if you've ever towed something at all but towing something mm-hmm. like a porta potty is basically like a big sail up in the back and these things are meant to be towed like agricultural distances where you rent them uh yeah, yeah. you know and so they're meant to go like 10 miles down the road and get parked somewhere you know and then mm-hmm. used but we were towing them like you know 200 miles uh, wow. because we were we were renting them from somewhere where someone would not suspect that they were going to burning man because a lot of times these places yeah. would not say yes to that right uh, and like they there was another guy who's picking up another thing at tour like porta potty or like paying the deposit or something, whatever were happening, like mm. some handshake beforehand. And they basically got wise to the fact that we'd be bringing these to Burning Man, I think, but didn't really say it. But mm. so like we show up and the day of, they're like, okay, and a $7,000 deposit on these toilets, you know, we're like $7,000. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh man, wow. I don't know if I want to be on the hook for like seven grand of anything, you know, right. uh, but especially so, not toilets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we, we, we end up doing it, you know, and it's on someone's credit card somewhere. It's like, all right, well, let's just be really careful. But you're towing these sails down like 300 miles. And so like, you know, you're driving down and like the door falls off or something. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just like, you know, we're limping these things along down wow. to the desert, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty trying, you know, like we learn a lot of things on the way down. Uh, they're bouncing around and all this stuff, but mm-hmm. we finally figure it out and kind of like get them stable, get them in there. Uh, and, and it's all good. It seems like the worst of this journey is over, right? Like we, know how to do this we know how to transport these porta potties and it was honestly it was definitely it was great having them there because it like talk about like a private room that just you for you guys no one else just used for them? our camp just for our camp so no one else snuck in and used right them. we had codes we had like locks oh, on the, the cool. porta potty so it was really great you know and like in those moments if you're in a situation where you're in like a dirty desert you know and there's not a lot of like private That's space nice. or anything like that it's yeah. really nice uh but comes time to tow them home uh full full there's no way to empty them out. Uh, and what you learn really quickly is that there is no great way that that should work. So we like tape down the lid, you know, but like right. <laughs> imagine just like yeah, bouncing a wiggle, on a desert. Wiggle, yeah. yeah like, wiggling the whole way. Exactly. For 200 miles. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we get out of the, the immediate like turn off from like the salt flat that we're on and like stop in a little town. Oh, so first of all, as we're driving out of like the main road that actually is paved uh, after getting off the salt flat, we start seeing like some toilet paper, like making its way outside of like flag, like pretty much like the toilet paper on your shoe, but the shoe is our car kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Because it's you know, flying out it's of the, flying 
flying out of the door. Yeah. And yeah. so like, all right, well, we're going to have to stop and fix that. And there's like, you know, police officers making sure that you're not like littering and stuff like that. So we just look like, you know, these mm-hmm. various obvious people that just pulled off the desert, you know, that are hauling yeah. a giant waste thing. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. But uh, so we stop and uh, we open up these porta potties and it just looks like someone had done like spackle paint on the whole porta potty <laughs> everywhere <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah you know and and we, we've got seven thousand dollar deposits on these things what so is that seven thousand dollars you bring it back clean or well what? that's the thing we don't know and we we're kind of afraid to ask <laughs> so <laughs> just so in one piece okay. we uh we stopped at this little town of gerlock uh um and we went in and we bought a popsicle we ate it in the sun and then we put on rubber gloves and got a bunch of hand sanitizer and Clorox and like whatever paper towels they had and just went to town. So the popsicle things. was yeah. like the calm before the storm. We're yeah. going to enjoy yeah. this because yeah. we're about to have to deal with a lot of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And and we, we got them pretty clean, although I will say, and after that, we also had to figure out how to like tape them shut so they wouldn't do that again. So we had like a saran wrap duct tape mechanism, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> how far do you have to drive with that? Uh, we had to drive probably, you know, 500 miles with it like that. Uh Oh, so it was more than 200 miles. I forget like what the distance was, but it was basically yeah. from uh, somewhere in like Veneta, Oregon down mm-hmm. to Black Rock, Nevada. So it well, was, it was a sizable distance. It was yeah. probably like six hours or something like that. Yeah. Seven. Uh, but, uh, and, and inside the middle, it just looked like someone had turned on a blender, you know, and like yeah. <laughs> it was no longer Even after the saran wrap. Oh no. In, inside the, the, the porta potty itself, wrap. it was fine. But like we had yeah. to take the saran wrap thing off to dispose of it. You know, when we were giving these porta potties back and it was just like, yeah. you know, some, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was just, yeah, it was like, you know, yeah. Some sort of puree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And so, and then you have to unload them and and drop them off to the people and then they do all the stuff. We gave them to the people, yeah. And I still had to do a little like last minute touch up, I think, in there with all that. Uh, and so I, would I, you do it again? This year, I would go to Burning Man again. Luckily, we don't have to bring porta potties this year. But like, but, it, yeah, if it was a similar yeah. situation, would you be like, I'm going to find a mobile unit that That's has a, a little great... little curtain around it that only I have? And... It's, it's a really good question. I don't know because I think it's a, it's a toss up, and the reason is that like obviously that experience was humbling and and very. You learned a lot. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that on my friends or myself. But what I will say is I've also been in situations where I've been in festivals like that, and I'm like, I really need a bathroom right now. Yeah, uh, you know where I've also almost poop my pants uh, yeah. like around a campfire or something like that and it's mm-hmm. like you don't want to go find your bucket of sawdust in those moments you know like no. you don't want to be like the dancing man you know who's who's just dancing. you know pooped and his you pants can't, and, and it's a fl- salt flat so you're not there's no hills there's nothing it's to a hide salt behind. flat on top of that too it's uh it's a natural like it's a nature reserve so like you you there's a leave yeah. no trace thing so you can't yeah. just like bury your waste you know right. even like pee you have to have somewhere that it goes oh so, wow yeah so it was, it's pretty intense as far as that goes but I, I think I would I would I would think long and hard about doing it again but I could see yeah. how my opinion if it had gone the other way if I didn't bring those and suddenly I needed They'd a be facility like, yeah we're doing that yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would I'd be I feel like tune. you'd be so much more prepared this time because you would have done yeah. it you did it before it's and true like, I, I would think more about saran wrapping how I was going to keep these things closed on the way back but <laughs> <laughs> be like hey we're not coming in here unprepared yeah yeah, yeah. but uh yeah so, so uh <laughs> how many times have you been to Burning Man that's the first it was the only time oh, so, okay yeah but I think think I'll go again this year but I'm hoping that they they don't make us bring our own toilets for that i feel so. like having i can't imagine a festival where there wasn't someone in charge like a group in charge mm-hmm. and how that festival ends up happening it's wild because most <laughs> of the time it's like yeah. a crew of 40 50 60 people to do any festival even at yeah. the gorge for totally. two days yep. and you have so much organization mm-hmm. and i've 
and just seeing like they're like okay these people get passes these people this 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 so yeah. it was free because yeah. there's no cost it's there's true. no yeah but normally there's a cost normally there is a cost uh, and that pays for things like that infrastructure and there's usually a cost associated with the camp you're going in to like you know oh, we had a whole yeah. kitchen that we set up there that you know this very pro like you know the chef guy would come and like make meals for a hundred people every day you that's know, cool two or three meals a day uh, so we we you know did the offset of that we also were all the labor for building these things and getting the supplies that we needed but mm -hmm. um but yeah it's you know i mean the thing about a, a festival like burning man especially the rogue burn you know is that it's just a bunch of people who you hope are like knowing enough of what they're doing there and then there's like some vague oversight from like sheriffs just making sure that like there's no domestic issues there yeah, i was hoping like there was like someone to make sure that everyone was still safe because there's well, I mean, probably some things that could get out of hand that's sure. it's it's a really vague thing and even at the the burning man that's an official thing i think it's still vague right because like mm -hmm. the the sheriffs there are not really there uh hired specifically to do that i think they're just there locally and aware that sometimes they're going to get calls for you know domestic violence stuff or just so they can disputes. be there to they help. can be there to help but they're yeah. not there like policing the area really and like i think they maybe were giving out some like duis and stuff like that for people uh mm -hmm. you know if you weren't careful but there's plenty of ways five thousand dollar fine for you but like you know i mean there's there's whole you know camps of like people just chilling on foot dancing and then like you know maybe you know a thousand yards away or something like that you'll have these people just tearing through the desert going like 80 in a dune buggy or something like that so wow. it's you know it's yeah. it's very loose uh mm -hmm. you know and it's people do get hurt because you can you know you're just trusting that like whatever this thing is that mm -hmm. someone else has built you know is not going to injure you in some way mm -hmm. uh but if you're smart then you usually don't run into too much trouble mostly because all the people who are building things are usually legit and thinking about it being durable but most yeah. of the times i think that people get hurt they're like falling off because they're inebriated or that's just yeah, like that you know they just sense. fall yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and there has to, most of those, I mean, any of the festivals has like a medical tent or something. So there's probably someone there who has that. There are a yeah. ton of uh, volunteers that come to something like that. And it's called White Bird at a lot of those situations that, mm -hmm. you know, they've got uh, medical staff who volunteered specifically to be there on, on duty for something like that. But the infrastructure, mm -hmm. I mean, like you can still get hurt and be, you yeah. know, a ways away from that. Everyone bikes around, you know, there's mm -hmm. some cars and stuff, but it's not, it's just, you know, it's not like calling 911 necessarily yeah. in a situation like that. So And uh, people, yeah. and there's like bands, there's people that bring instruments and, yeah. and all that kind of a stuff. A lot of too. that stuff for Burning Man is very much uh, electronic music and that's the culture uh, that of makes those sense. spaces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a lot, of a lot of DJ sets, you know, and like mm. electronica duos and stuff. But uh, the camp that we were with uh, did live music specifically, which is like what they bring to that place. That's like their thing, you know. Uh, yeah. And there's some other camps that also focus on bringing live music, which is kind of a rarity in that environment. But like if you mm. go to something like Oregon Country Fair, which is uh, something that happens in Venita, Oregon, and that's been going on since like the 50s or 60s I think uh, you know the Grateful Dead used to go and mm -hmm. do things play there or whatever and and uh, that uh, you know like there there are much more live music stuff focused there whereas yeah, Burning it's Man it's more was, like Coachella or something like that but having more stuff yeah but like Coachella but like in a very like did I say it wrong? <laughs> Co coach? you said Coachella Co Co Coachella right? Did I say a T in there? You coat. You coat. A tea in there. It's it's the one that they have a lot of. Coat, it's yeah, a winter yeah. festival. They have to wear their coats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I'm sure there's more other related kind of festivals like that. But they all have their own vibe about the kind of art that yeah. ends up showing up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my friend that has gone there like multiple times, Bernie Man, is like, oh, you'd really love it. You should go sometime. I'm not much of a dancer, mm. and. Um, I don't think I would try many things, so I'm curious what part of it would be, <laughs> would be really, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm curious what part would be for me, but he was like, he's like, oh, it's just really cool and everything's free and trade. Yeah. I was like, it'd yeah. be a cool experience it to is. see. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, 
I was like, yeah, I trust it. But he said his, um, his time there, his last time there, which was like 2018, I think when he went <laughs> and it took 23 hours to get back to a main highway. Cause everyone was leaving at the same time oh, and they man. got stuck in like the caravan. They had an RV, which an RV would be awesome. Cause you be, have your own bathroom. Yeah. You have that. Yeah. But they were sitting there moving nowhere for like a day basically. <laughs> and it was just like set or 17 hours to get back to like the main highway and yeah. then start driving back. That's I'm rough. like, yeah, I was like, I, I can't handle the gorge when it's like a two hour wait to get out of, the, yeah. out of there. I'm like, I can't imagine. And the people in their cars for 17 yeah. hours. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, and that was pro that was when it was like, I don't know if it's bigger when it's not the rogue right. one right. or not. It is. It, it was, you know, the rogue one was like 20,000 people. I think the regular one's, you know, 80,000 or 100,000. Okay. So that would be like the that. difference. So, you yeah. get like that. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. Flu uh, fluctuation of people. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. they said, uh, yeah, you just said it was really cool. And I was like, yeah, it'd be a cool thing. Yeah. To yeah. yeah. If it was, if, if I lived nearby and I could walk over, that'd be so cool. <laughs> could walk, over. walk home, have the, have the nice shower in the, in the <laughs> bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I would recommend it. You know, I think it's one of those things that if you're curious about it, like you will find something there you know it may not be mm. the kind of vibe that you're like i want to do this again and again but i think that most of those kind of things going once you know is not yeah. something that you, you I, it's not something that i personally think i would regret even well, if yeah. i didn't like it everyone has yeah. been said it was cool so yeah it's yeah. one of those things but yeah yeah, yeah. cool burning yeah. man festivals yeah coachella yeah. pooping yourself yeah yeah coat coachella is not in existence yet maybe they'll make it eventually but i i did want to i did want to see rage against the machine if they ever perform this they had that tour going that got canceled but they they played coachella a few years ago so i would like to see rage against the machine if i get the chance yeah have you guys been going out to concerts like uh during not, the covid times I haven't really been, I can't think of one. I've been to shows up in Everett a couple, but I haven't been to like a show that I like was like, Oh, I really wanted to see this artist and got a ticket for a show yeah. yet. Right. And I was like, I just want to wait till like people are like restrictions are lifted. You can just walk in like a normal person. I kind of like want to wait till I don't need to have a mask on to like enjoy the show, you sure. know, cause yeah. I'm already like having to wear one for everything else. So I'm like, <laughs> if I can go to something I enjoy and, and hear a band, if it's a band I really like, I would be like, sure. But, right. but for now I haven't, but yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Been I've been to a couple. I went to a uh, Japanese breakfast. Oh, she cool. was at Numos. No, the Neptune. Nice. Uh, I can't remember who else I saw. I think men I trust. I saw men I trust. Oh somewhere. yeah. Oh yeah. Cause you, you had like, th these are the men I trust <laughs> or something like that. You didn't, you, you had like a shirt or something. Yeah. I have a couple of their shirts. Yeah. And I thought it was, I didn't realize it was a band when you first had the shirt. I'm like, I thought it was like a joke. Like these are the men I trust. And it was like, there was a zero or there was like something other, like <laughs> pointing over here. And there was like, right, I was right, like, Oh, right. it's a joke shirt. But I was like, no, it's a band. Okay. It's a band, but yeah. maybe yeah. the bands, you know, and I may have just got it. <laughs> To be fair, because oh. I think before I thought it was still a joke when I saw the shirt. I'm like, That's I thought it was band. one of those joke shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. I'm going to have to listen to Men I Trust. <laughs> it's like Men at Work, but different. Different. Yeah. Yeah. Different. Yeah. 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 You? Have you gone to any shows? Uh, yeah. Well, you played shows. I've been, I've been playing some, and I have a few yeah. coming up this next week, uh, you know, that I'm playing Ooh. around. Uh, but this, this way, which week? Yeah. Which week? Uh, next week. Next week. Which would be, is it it's towards like the end of the week? week? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Let's see here. Let's see. Give us the dates. We're going to plug them on the show. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, I guess this is a show. It's kind of a podcast, is, yeah, yeah. too. 
Let's see here. Uh, well, we got uh, on. Is it the Cosmic Shuffle? There's there's two bands that are playing two different shows, uh, and I got three shows. So on Wednesday, uh, February 23rd, if this is uh, out, who knows? Uh, it is that day, actually. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, if you're not doing anything tonight, tonight. Uh, General Mojo's a psychedelic rock band that I play in is playing yeah, at dude. the substation. Uh, and Ooh, we're I love uh, supporting a couple awesome touring bands that are coming through. <gasps> Can um, I get you to sign my vinyl? Yeah. I have it here. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah that's Sick. sweet. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, if you like vinyl, we do have a record out that came out uh, last yeah. uh, last year uh, that's on vinyl. It's really fun. All the vinyl is different random colors, too. Mm-hmm. So the, the vinyl itself, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. Like Forrest Gump. Awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. On Thursday, February 24th, a band I'm in called The Cosmic Shuffle is playing a show at Nectar. So uh, tomorrow nice. night for you all. Uh, and uh, that's with the uh, the band Lindstrom in the Limit. Uh, it's also playing on that. Uh, but we do kind of jam band kind of stuff, but uh, a lot of songs too, not just jams. Uh, and then uh, General Mojo's, if you missed us tonight, are also playing on the 25th of February, Friday at Alma Mater in Tacoma. So if you're oh, wow. down on south, the south end. on the south end, uh, come check it out. It's a really hip venue down there. Like if you don't know much about the Tacoma scene, Alma Mater is like where the cool kids are seeming to be, you know, mm-hmm. hanging out, rallying their efforts for a music scene that I think sometimes can be a little hard in Tacoma to find out, you know, yeah. Where, yeah. where the stuff is happening. But is it right downtown? I've never been, okay. so I don't actually know, but I know that downtown's never, gotten yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I know. I, I think Tacoma is on its way, but it's just, it's tough to have enough critical mass in areas like that. Whereas like, I think Ballard and Fremont There's and so much more Capitol closer. Hill. There's just a lot of people who are living there and people who know to come out there. Whereas in Tacoma, I think it's just hard for people to know where to expect things to see. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Yeah, there's like fair. jazz bones and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Sure. But, uh, you know, there's not like a strip of a lot of music venues that I know of in the same way that, that there is in Seattle. Yeah. You know? Ballard's got everything kind of laid yeah, out there yeah, with a few. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the same way that, you know, you're talking about going down, uh, walking in Memphis, uh, yeah. you know, how you, you can go in areas like that. Or if you've been to Austin, uh, you know, or uh, New Orleans, you know, there are just these rows of where music you can, you know, barely walk 10 feet yep. and find yeah. another venue that's playing. Uh, and I think that it can be a lot. And sometimes the music in those situations isn't always what I'm interested in. But uh, in my experiences walking around there, what I do think mm-hmm. is great is that there's a lot less pressure to get people out to shows and stay for the whole thing. Like people will just pop making in. rounds. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, and, yeah. and so you get a lot more turnover and uh, it's easier to get people out to shows, I think, because of that. Whereas in Seattle, you know, it can be really difficult to, yeah. you know, like, like for three hours. Exactly. For a show like this at Alma Mater in Tacoma, even though the venue is really cool and happening, it's like, oh, you know, like, do I know people who are going to like willingly commit to going out in Tacoma, you know, yeah. for that one show. And, and then driving it, from Seattle to Tacoma to do it. So you totally. need to get the locals there. Yeah, exactly. Clear a whole yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah totally. I'm, I remember going, I've gone, <laughs> I've gone from clear a whole day Sorry. together. Sorry. Sit on I-5 for two hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've driven to a show in Tacoma from Marysville and it's 75 miles or something. Oh man, really? And I, one way, <laughs> one way. And so I, I remember there's like, there's, there's shows I've wanted to see that came to the stadium there. It's like Ozzy was on tour before sure. he like quit doing shows. I was like, oh, been so cool to see him once live and i was like but on a saturday night am i driving to tacoma like naf went and saw maroon five because of traffic they got there when maroon five was like halfway done and missed (laughs) most of the show and and you pretty much need to get down there early in the day have a hotel stay there do the show and then drive back the next day for those but seattle's not bad seattle's not bad it's true yeah so yeah so tonight tomorrow uh, yeah, tonight, tomorrow, and the day after. Yeah. So, so General Mojo's, 
Cosmic Shuffle, General Mojo's. Which exactly. is the General Mojo's album. I need to buy the vinyl too because yeah. I just got my record player working again. Ooh. And I love that album. Nice. Oh, thank you. Um, I had a pre-order, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so you had a pre-order. I had a pre-listen, which pre-listen. you did too. I, I ordered think. that night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So whatever. You ordered way before me. I did. And I and I love the record and I feel like it's going to be classic. It's oh, going to be around yeah, a long you. time. It's really good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So we had a lot of fun making it. It was definitely took a while, you know, so mm-hmm. appreciate people supporting us because it allows yeah. us to embark on that again, which we're mm-hmm. actually, we're doing right now. We, uh, Are you? we made another record, uh, at Bear Creek that we're nice. in the process of finishing up and then we're going to go into mixing that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's been, you know, it's quite a journey to like make records on your own, which is how we did this last one. We did it all pretty much at home over the course of a couple of houses that we lived in. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that uh, the process of going to the studio, doing it like in a shorter condensed time versus the other. Yeah. And, and probably, I mean, every record is so different yeah. anyway. Like each thing's its own yeah. timestamp. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I think that was something that idea that's really changed how I think about art in general. You know, I think it's easy when you're making something that you feel like reflects you that you want it to be the best version of yourself or the best version of Mm -hmm. a reflection that it can be. Uh, And I think that it's really difficult uh, if you're someone like me who wants things to go well, (laughs) to, to let go of things, not being uh, as good as they could be, you know, like Uh, I want to spend, another hour on this or half hour exactly. or something. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, like you're saying, when you go into a studio versus doing it on your own, there's already performance constraints saying like, Oh no, you actually just have, you know, four days or whatever, not like unlimited time. Yeah. So, or you gotta, and sometimes they'll have, if, if it was open, they didn't have something booked after you're like, sure, we'll book one more day. But sometimes they're like, Hey, right. we're booked the next right. three weeks. Right. But even yeah. if it's a budgetary consideration, you know, like, Oh, like, you know, the studio is like 800 a day or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, sure. We need another day, but we just can't afford another day. You know? So whatever yeah. the reason, is like the the more that you start involving other people in other spaces i think the more constraints start piling up and that can actually be a good thing and Mm -hmm. it's part of the reason that you know tracking this record is a order of magnitude less time uh so far than yeah the the one that we did before it but uh it it too will just be a snapshot in time as far as like Mm -hmm. what we sound like now and what we're doing very different sounding record than this last one that we did uh, Mm -hmm. but still very much our own sound and yeah yeah well that's the best is when things are yeah like not not all the same and you're not on like a label where they're like you have to make oh we want it to be just like the right. last record right it's like we get to be creative right. and do this stuff when yeah. i love artists like neil young and, and uh prince you know who, who kind of mm-hmm. stuck it to the man as far as some of these record labels uh desires to have them do certain things like yeah someone was telling me a story about neil young doing uh like he signed up uh, like album? well so it came after that so yes the oh. the one he did the synth album called trance uh which was uh about his son who had uh cerebral palsy i think oh uh, wow and like the whole album is about like him trying to like relate and connect with his son you know uh yeah. there's a lot of vocoder and stuff and just things that are very different if you know neil young's like you know mm-hmm. uh harvest moon you yeah. know or like uh, yeah. heart classic. of gold yeah, all yeah. these classics that we know neil young or southern man or whatever you know they're mm-hmm. they're songs that sound very specifically neil young and when you listen to trance it doesn't sound much like the Neil Young that we know. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. I haven't, heard, I haven't even heard of that. It's That's a great awesome. record. It's worth listening to. It's honestly, uh, you know, it's not the aesthetic that I love the most about Neil Young, but I just love the whole record as a concept in that way. Uh, yeah. I think it's really interesting to listen to. But after that record, basically, uh, you know, some record producer you was working with was saying like, oh, you know, I make a country record or something like that, or make, make another rock record, you know? Mm-hmm. And Neil Young was kind of like, you know, pretty much like F you for like missing the point of what that whole record was for me, which is something very personal personal and sentimental yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so then he just made like instead of making a rock Neil Young record he made like a like a 50s doo-wop record you know that's amazing. <laughs> instead of making like a country you know like 
a more country record. He made like, you know, a, like a old school country record he or something. Flipped yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. So he was just kind of like doing like the genie wish thing, you know, it's like, yeah. Oh, you wanted this. I actually gave you that instead. So, uh, That's and you know, awesome. Prince was known, I think for some of his career when he'd be in record contracts that he didn't want to be in, he had a certain number of albums that he had to complete. And he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, crank out like three mediocre records or something like that for you and then be done with it. That's uh, something I, yeah. I never could wrap my head around. I'm like, <laughs> And I understand like people being locked into like a contract and feeling like they're trapped, but I'm like the, the public doesn't know your battle with the record label, but they do know you and they do know your music and like to not put your, I mean, you don't want to lose all your royalties and this and that, but I'm like to just put like a bunch of junk out and not, and then be like, wow, this person really tanked. I was like, I I would have a hard time being like, let's put some mediocre music out just to screw these record labels. It's, I mean, I haven't been in that situation, but it's tough to like, think about putting out subpar music representing you as a known person. Right. I mean, I think for artists like Prince, you know, She's scratching. Oh, okay. That's Sammy. It's not like someone's a yeah. little leg. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think artists like Prince, you know, uh, and, and artists like the Beatles too, which, uh, you know, when they made the white album, uh, you know, they're having a lot of songs. That I think, you know, if they had a record label telling him exactly what to do, mm. it probably would have been really tough to convince them that this was a good record. Uh, yeah. But yeah. they have enough uh, social capital, if you will. You they know, they've do. got enough clout as artists that they can, uh, they can get away with doing something like that and not be so concerned with what the public opinion Their is of them. Their future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because like, they're it's, probably doing okay, you know, financially. I would, I would hope yeah. that, I guess I would hope the artists liked the music they were putting out and they weren't just doing it to get done. Like, if they still like... <laughs> me too. If they, yeah, if they weren't just like, let me just put these stupid lyrics down here and put some chords together yeah. and call this an album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. But yeah. I have also seen like how bad some of these contracts can be that people yeah. get in, you know, and like... Uh, had a friend who was signed up for a record label contract for a minute that uh, everything it was through Sony, some subsidiary of theirs and mm-hmm. everything that creatively would come out of this individual, not just the band, uh, the record label uh, had first right of refusal for. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what that means is that uh, maybe you have a song with another band or something like that, but the record label doesn't want you diluting their product, which is the band you're signed with. Yeah. They may say, we want that th- song you're doing right now, but just not do anything with it. So they'll just get it and sit on it and shelve and it. And you can't much. put your song out. Exactly. So, you, so for a yeah. certain amount of years, you feel like not creating because yeah. now you're yeah, exactly. you're not in control. So yeah. I, I I can see why artists you know end up doing something just to get out of those deals because mm-hmm. I. You know, I, I think they are, they can be pretty gnarly, uh, but yeah. uh, I don't know yeah, enough yeah. about what Prince's thing was or what Neil Young's relationship Well, was. and I, I'm not, I feel yeah. like Prince and Neil Young or the Beatles, they didn't have to worry. I mean, I feel like the Beatles, they probably put out what they wanted to at all, all spots. Right. Well, and that's what the White Album was all about, right? Is they all had like their own ideas, I think. And there was a lot of that record that was made by individuals in the band that were siloed up. So like Blackbird is on that album and it was pretty oh, much yeah. like Paul McCartney sitting up in like Studio B of Abbey Road, just like doing that, you know, <laughs> Yeah. where at the same time, you know, there's like all these kind of like gross blues songs that like John Lennon's doing or something like that, you know, that sound nothing at all like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you see the direction that they go after the Beatles, you know, you see Paul McCartney going to do things like Ram and the solo records that they all did. And you're like, Oh, right. This mm-hmm. was the kind of music you wanted to make all along, yeah. you know, and you're in a band that you felt like you had to be cohesive. Uh, and, and the white album ironically ends up being kind of cohesive, even though it's made in such a way that was not really collaborative yeah, that is interesting. all the time. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of a mystery to me for like why that record feels cohesive. But mm-hmm. we were also seeing it in hindsight, the fact that it's out and the fact that we know the Beatles to be a band that we give a lot of like credence to, you know. Versus then when it was, I mean, they were still yeah. known then. But or imagine if that was their first years. album. 
Imagine if that was the first thing that came out. Would would we receive it in the same way? But it's like there are already right. giants in the industry. They have yeah. the social uh, capital to to do that and get away with it. You know, yeah. people could receive it through the lens of like these people already know what they're doing. But mm-hmm. uh, but well, I, I, yeah. I feel like the yeah. later Beach Boy records were mm-hmm. like that too. Like the 2020 album and some of those others. Like you're like it wasn't filled with the stuff that was the hits from before. But there's good. But it feels 70s once you get to that too. And it was 70s. Right. Well, and yeah. like Brian Wilson's vision with smile right was something that the record label initially said you can't do smile yeah. uh, because it's people are not going to like this you know mm-hmm. and so like uh, whatever the hit was that came off of smile uh, whatever that uh, oh uh, good vibrations yeah, good vibrations i think yeah. made it onto whatever record that w- it a was one yeah exactly but like the rest of that concept record that fit they, around that tune they were like got, you can't do i'm gonna eat my vegetables or whatever that tune yeah, is you I'm know eat my bit ve- i love you most of my yeah. favorite veggie table exactly yeah <laughs> yeah like, and it's like they're like thinking, brian yeah that's like cool man but like, like we're not gonna space out that. a little too much now buddy right right or whatever he was, right yeah yeah but yeah, so it's so yeah. like as far as releasing the stuff that you want, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a balancing act uh, about trying to do something that yeah. actually stands to fall upon the ears that you're hoping. Like artists need an audience to make their art sustainable. Ultimately, yeah. If it weren't the case, you know, that would be interesting. But uh, it's not the reality. <laughs> and, and then you'd have some weirder stuff out there. And I guess there's good to have a filter. But looking, yeah. it's funny because the stuff like when Smile came out, 2005, he put out Smile finally right. yes. with the with his touring band and yep. recording and all that stuff. And I was like, and since it's been 30 years and <laughs> in, in the making. <laughs> And people are like, oh, the anticipated album that never got to be made. They, ex- they, the um, acceptance of it was so much different than it would have been at the time. Totally. Because people, he's built up like pet sounds, all these right. things and all these, and it's been this long and he's still doing it. And now he's like back at it. So it's all like timing is literally yeah. everything. Right. And our consumption of art has totally changed since that moment too. Right. Like imagine yeah. trying to play smile singles from that on the record. Right. I think it'd be less successful. Whereas a collection of work like that, that people can ask, access row. on streaming, yeah. uh, you know, or yeah, like I think our just, our, our ways of getting that art has uh, changed what yeah. you can get away with putting out. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, you know, not to say that people wouldn't have liked it back then too, but I could see why the record label was hesitant to back it. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's well, uh, the one song on there that I really like, I think it's Wonderful mm. uh, is the name of it. But it's like totally like harpsichordy, a little yeah. in the background. It's super cool. Yeah. But that one would be like considered like radio friendly. Some of them were like transitioning into new tracks and right. it gets, gets weird with goats and all kinds of weird, <laughs> weird stuff. You're under but arrest. You're under, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then yeah. the way that they did those songs were different than the version that they put on like Good Vibrations and yeah. so on a different one. But yeah, yeah. love yeah. the Beach Boys. Yeah. Beatles are great. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, so go out to the shows because you're supporting a band that's going to be true. known in the future 20 to 30 years later <laughs> or, for the records or, they're doing or now. Or even if you're not, just come support some... Like, I, I think, you know, even if this band sucks, and even if you don't like no, what we're doing, you guys do yeah. not suck. Well, but you know, like we're doing a thing that we think is good and yeah. we don't have a filter sometimes telling us like, yes, it is or no, it isn't. Right. So I hope you like it. But if you don't also, okay. But even if you don't, I think supporting the industry of something that curates and, and gives space for culture locally yeah. is something that, uh, you know, we all I value and I think that we all value it in that, you know, you do want a place that the bands that you really love can come through and play and you do want people who can go support those bands, you know, enough that like culture can continue to live on in the city and supporting small venues and other size Mm -hmm. venues within a city like Seattle, I think 
uh, it makes sure that there's a healthy uh, support system so that art can continue to go on and art that you really like can exist here. Not just, uh, yeah. you know, uh, not just like, you know, mega tours that come to Safeco or, you know, or to any or of whatever. those other. Yeah. yeah. Like the, to the new key arena. I know yeah. I don't like the new yeah. names. I like, so used to Safeco and key yeah. arena. It's yeah. like it's climate pledge arena and right. now T-Mobile park. That's right. That's but yeah. Right. Like yeah. big ones are fun, but I, I feel like most of the shows I've gone to in the last decade have been, I've been to one big show and the rest have been like local venues yeah. and Seattle's lost a couple of venues over or a few venues over the last couple of years. It's true. And yeah. but there's still a lot of them there. So yeah. giving support is great. Yeah. Come yeah. on out. Come on out. Yeah. Come say hi. I'll be there if I can make it for sure. Yeah. Make I love, I got a 150 s- mile drive. Well, I'm not going to do <laughs> Tacoma. I don't think I can make, but I could do a Seattle. I'm sure <laughs> I can figure out a Seattle show. Yeah, yeah, the Tacoma yeah. one, I'd have to already be somewhere. In the I can middle. barely make it to my show in Tacoma. So yeah, yeah. but you'll, you'll be there. Cause it's I your hope, show. I hope I will. You yeah. will. You will. But you have three days in a row. That's you did like three shows in a day before. I think so. Yeah, this we're, is like we're good. You're Compared spreading to 24 out. hours. We're okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us for episode 54. David, always a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for having and uh, we'll see you guys at the shows. See you. See you.